Hey everyone, it's Ashley here to give you the spoiler warning for this episode of the Well-Read Dames podcast. We are about to talk about A Court of Wings and Ruin by Sarah J. Moss, which is the third book in the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. If you haven't read them yet, please pause this and pick these books up. They're some of my favorites. I don't want you to spoil the storyline for yourself. Uh, And this is your warning. Thanks. Enjoy. and welcome to this episode of the Well-Read Dames podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Susie. I'm Alicia. And we are here today to talk about the third book in the Court of Thorn and Roses series by Sarah J. Moss, A Court of Wings and Ruin. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're going to close this out. Oh, except for the next podcast we're doing is on Frost and Starlight, which is like <laughs> the little novella that follows this, but... Um, so make sure you listen to that one, too, because we're not only we're going to kind of talk about Frost and Starlight overall, but we're going to talk about where we think or hope the series goes from there, mm-hmm. uh, because Sarah J. Moss is writing more of this series, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't know in what ways. Right. So we're going to talk about kind of unfinished storylines and where we want the characters to kind of go, and yeah. just kind of like our hopes and dreams for this Court of Dreams. Yay. So, but first we have to talk about the war, which is this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, very exciting stuff. Before we get into it, we do have some housekeeping items. Uh, we want to remind everyone that after we're done with this amazing <laughs> series that we kind of embarked on on accident uh, by yeah. picking A Court of Thorn and Roses for just one month, that then became four. <laughs> worth it. Totally worth it. Would do it again. Um, we are going to be reading A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. Um, it is exciting. It's part of the All Souls trilogy. So let's see if we read the whole thing there. Um, I don't know. Alicia's already read the whole thing. It's so good. And they just made a show about it, too. I haven't watched yeah. it yet, though. That is why I want to watch it, because I know that this show exists, and I want to watch this show, Yeah. but it's the first book. So once I theoretically read A Discovery of Witches, I can watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> According to our friend, though, the second season is already coming out, I think. Oh. And it's on the second book. Oh, Britain. So you beautiful bastards! With so your things shows. to look forward so much. to. Things to look forward to. I'm so excited. Probably so, get through it quickly. It has like the yes. handsome guy from Downton Abbey in it. And, Wait, which one? Um, okay, no Downton Abbey spoilers, but like the main one that at the end with Mary. Oh, not her first husband. Not Dan Stevens. No, not Dan okay. Stevens. Oh, no. mm. Love mm. you, Dan Stevens. I miss him. No. He's Legion's starting again, too. Season three of Legion's coming in June, I think. I, we saw, like, the first episode and then didn't go back. We need to go back, though. The second season got real fucking weird. But, um, first season was real weird. And <laughs> we're one episode in. <laughs> it gets weirder. Anyway, um, okay. But they're doing a, a final season. This is just random Dan Stevens trivia, you guys. We love him, too. We love him. Okay, so um, the guy that she ends up marrying at the end of Downton. Oh, my God. Spoilers, yes. <laughs> I don't even remember. Of course she's going to get married. She's married. She's married. She's I never watched married. it. I have no clue. You have to You've watch Downton, Downton Abbey. It's so no. good. Oh my you God. won't remember because when you meet Dan Stevens, it's all that matters. Um, I don't remember what movie we were at, but it was definitely <laughs> Alicia and was it my mom. Beauty and the Beast? 
Maybe I don't know, but it was when they had the Downton movie trailer, and I think I grabbed like your hands, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's happening!" It was like the music, and neither of them have watched Downton Abbey at all, and I was like, "It's all happening." I remember that. I can't remember what movie it was though. But anyway, love Downton Abbey. Okay. Um, Also, another um, just kind of like social news. Um, In game, we've all seen In game. Yes. Oh, so good. It was so good. Go see In game. No spoilers here. Um, But see it. And Captain Marvel. Oh, also see Captain oh, yeah. Marvel if you haven't seen that. Preferably before Endgame, just because. Yeah. Yeah. Because Captain yeah, Marvel's in Endgame. Yep. So. I mean, it's not 100. No, you should see it first. I mean, you don't have to, but you should. It yeah. will make sense to it you. It makes more It'll sense. It will make to more sense. I spoke to someone who hadn't watched Captain Marvel first, and she did not seem to have any problems following sure. the whole idea that Captain Marvel just has like, superpowers. But. Um, uh, Captain Marvel is good, so definitely see that And one. Ant-Man and Wasp, because I had a friend that didn't know she needed to see that, oh, no. and she's like, I didn't oh. realize that was, I mean, again, it's not super important, but it and makes I, more sense. And Ant-Man and Wasp is on at least American Netflix for free right now, yeah. so. And it's and really it's fun. Good. It's yeah. good. Because I kept trying to find Iron Man to watch with my dad when I spent some time with him recently, because yeah. I'm getting him through all the Marvel movies <laughs> slowly. We've watched all the Thors. I wonder <laughs> why. Maybe Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth. Influenced I mean, my decision to, to start with, with Thor. I don't know. Uh, but I was trying to find Iron Man, and I couldn't find it for free on any streaming service. But everything was like, do you want to watch the third Captain America movie? Or maybe Iron Man 3? Or how about Ant-Man and the Wasp? And I was like, no, none of these are too late. I was like, so, you know, it's good stuff. Yeah. So, but we have been, oh, and yesterday was May the 4th, Be With You. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... We watched some Star Wars yesterday, and, and Chewbacca died a few days ago. That was so sad. I saw that. That's so Peter sad. Mayhew. Yeah, but apparently he had a really rough medical life, so Ooh. maybe he's in a better place. Hopefully, one can hope. Well, oh, still very sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Tragic mm-hmm. loss for the community. Thank you for all of your work you did as Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite characters. I, I almost named my dog Teddy after Chewbacca. He looks like a baby Chewbacca. He does. Uh, yeah, my, yeah. I was like, we call him Chewy. Look how cute he'd be. And then instead we went with Teddy after Theodore Roosevelt, which is a <laughs> whole other story. Um, but yeah, so I'm very excited for Rise of the Skywalker. Yes, if you guys yes. haven't watched that trailer, Gosh. it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's technically just a teaser. Whatever. So it's amazing. Um, I'm all there for the. I know Susie and I differ on our love of the Kylo Ren. I like the Kylo Ray. Ren. Mm-hmm. The Raylo relationship. Shipping. You I want ship, them together? I ship Raylo, yeah. Unless they're siblings secretly. Which and they then could I be. kind of. I don't know. They I watch too be. much Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the way that we that I am with Game of Thrones, like, there's a big reveal at the end of this last episode, which I won't do, but it's like, man, at least they're not twins. I know. At least they're I not mean... twins. Game of Thrones has so, like, messed with my mind. My husband was talking the other day. He was like, I'm so glad I don't, like, I'm not related to George R. R. Martin. And I was yeah. like, ah, I can't imagine. But um, yeah. uh, I'm so happy that anyway, Susie and Alicia have... Like, this week. Oh, we're switching gears. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm going all thrones. So, like, uh... Almost three weeks ago today, we had never watched Game of Thrones before, and we were like, you know what? We want to be in on this hype when the season ends. So we went crazy, and we are now totally caught up. And my brain is just effed right now. I am fucked up in the head right now from three weeks straight of watching Game of Thrones. You're welcome. It's so good. So we went to see, on our anniversary last weekend, we went to see a musical because that's what my husband and 
I like that's how we met. That's what we bonded over. It was waitress. It's beautiful. Um, but it's about this lady in an abusive relationship. And at one time, you see the husband like start to be, he doesn't fully hit her, but you can tell what's happening. Mm-hmm. And literally in my brain, I thought she was going to behead him. <laughs> and I, I had to tell myself that's not a normal reaction. That's not, that's not what happens. So it was one of those times it's like, I think, I think now that we're caught up, we need to take a breather, but it's so good. And it's like, I just, I love these books that we're about to talk about, but all I want to talk about is Game of Thrones right now. Well, less, at least uh, now you're on like the last season. True. It's one episode per week. So yeah. like, it's not going to be so like. We are staying up to like 1 a.m. every yeah. night. And that's not me. We go to bed at 10. Yeah. So we're like pounding coffee. Like we got to <laughs> stay awake. We got to see. Oh my God, he died. Oh no. Like it's. It was insane. Um, I know also, someone that watched the entire show, like season, yeah. everything, in five days. Wow. They must not work or poop. I don't know or, how that actually was, works I think he time. was on vacation, and I, I think it. he was just you know what, like, I'm going to do that. it. It's ten, like, hours, 10 hours a day. Yeah. Because it's just the 10 hours but in each season. you have to sleep at some point. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm, so, not gonna, was anyway. I'm not going to comment on the possibilities of that. I will say that two years ago for Susie's birthday, we did a party and it was a presentation party, which oh, I yeah. highly recommend if you've never done, <laughs> unless you're terrified of oh speaking gosh, like that Alicia, was so who fun. unfortunately missed the party. I worked that weekend. Yeah. I remember yeah. I was sad, but then I was also like, me and presentations, not my strong suit. Of course, it was. So the point was it was supposed to be PowerPoints. And of course... <laughs> I didn't even do a PowerPoint. Oh my God. It was your birthday. I, it was my birthday. So I just did a drunk history style. Yours was fantastic. Was I loved it. I loved but drunk history and I, I loved it. lost all my points because I we had a point system where like you lose points if you interrupt people and I totally interrupted all the people. That I lost. I didn't win because I went over. But in yeah. fairness, my slide was I think 29 slides. But oh, my presentation was right. over why you should watch Game of Thrones. I totally That's what I gave my presentation it. on because my... <laughs> Best you friends, don't mm-hmm. watch it. And I've read all the books, and I've been obsessed for years. And like that. all the time, I forget, and I'm like, "Where are you at on Game of Thrones?" And Susie's like, "Oh, I've never started it." And I'm like, internal screaming. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, never mind, never mind." All the things <laughs> I was gonna say to you. So, um, so we were majorly texting last night when yeah. I was catching up on the last episode, and then I stopped at one because I thought she would be asleep, and then she was awake till three. But. I was on, you guys. I know. I commented on your <laughs> post to see if you would see it. I was like, maybe Susie would text me because she says I'm still I awake. I should have. But yeah, I was all the way awake. But it was hilarious. So I love Game of Thrones. I'm so glad you guys so are caught up. Good. We have a new episode tonight. We can oh all watch it. I'm going to freak out. It's, I'm planning on it. Yeah. yeah. So it's also Cinco de Mayo. We're drinking margaritas. <laughs> so we just got to like drink enough to have fun and yeah. then also still be able to watch Thrones tonight. So I'm not concerned. For the throne. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. And okay. They're like hour and a half episodes now too. So it's yeah. Like... The last one was the longest episode of this season. The oh. Battle of Winterfell. Okay. It was 83 minutes. So the next one, I think, is a little shorter, but it may be like 81 minutes. I don't know. Okay. I haven't looked it up. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I'm such a nerd. I'm like, let me tell you how many minutes each episode are. Nice. Um, okay. So let's get to something I am just as obsessed with as Game of Thrones. There's just not an HBO show for me to fan over there yet. should be soon. Hopefully there will yeah. be. I've read like the casting. It's on, I, it, mm. Well, they are casting. No, but like. Oh, we're not casting, sure of the casting. That would be so hard to cast. It will be. It would be. And, but I'm um, sure it was for Game of Thrones too don't you think yes like i bet people were having that same true, conversation true <laughs> yes it was so good um it's on imdb so like the first book is on imdb as in pre-production but it's been on imdb for like two years so who knows if it will actually ever go through or not yeah um 
but I would like I'm so scared like I love it so much I'm almost afraid for it to become a movie yeah because so many books that I love have become horrible movies and I just am scared of it. Or just make it a, I want it to be a TV show. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. TV shows can be better sometimes. TV shows can definitely be better. Like Game of Thrones yeah. as yeah. a good example. Discovery of Witches, hopefully, is a good example. Hopefully. I haven't read it yet, yeah. but I'm hopeful. Yeah. Um, I'm hopeful that the show does it justice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So maybe someday. But yes, I would have a lot of trouble. Um, also, I know from a different conversation that Alicia and I had once, we all pictured Reese very differently. Yes. Um, so that would be really hard for me. Um, and exactly right. I would like to do a shout out to Starfall Court, who like does not know who I am or follow me, but I follow them. Yep. Because they are cosplayers um, in Europe that are doing amazing cosplay right now of A Court of Thorn and Roses. Cool. And their cosplay is great. So uh, they're at Starfall Court if you want to follow them on Instagram. And they have, they're posting like videos to YouTube and stuff. It's just really good fandom stuff. Awesome. So they're doing a super good job. Um, so let's get into A Court of Wings and Ruin. Okay, it's this is mostly gonna be on Ashley because I took like six pages. Alicia and I are like lost. At least I'm yep. gonna be lost. I just need you to start us off. Yeah, we'll get I'll, going. I'll here. chime in. You Woo. can tell me what happens, and I'll tell you how you fe- how I feel about how you it. Feel That's about pretty it. much. So okay, so this book I think is my favorite, my second favorite book. I was gonna in this say series. I thought you see. I swear before you said you didn't like this one. I was really mad when I read it. Okay, here are my issues with this book. Just I'll get them out of the way before we even get into it. Not this, enough sex. There's not enough sex in this book, Sarah J. Moss. Where is the sex? Okay, like there's a war going on. I don't. That's only more reason to fuck Susie. You yeah. never know when your last time. I mean, time Game of Thrones. Will be they true. don't have a problem with that. I watch Game of Thrones. There's a lot of fucking in those books and movies and shows. Like you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can make it work. So I guess that's my problem is there's like so much sexual tension and so much buildup in book two and it's perfect in every way almost. And then we get to book three and it's like suddenly everyone's wearing their chastity belts. So <laughs> that's my issue. <laughs> and it's mostly about war, which is not my favorite topic. Um, but it's really like when I was going through and making the notes for this, which took forever, um, I was really glad I did because um, a lot of stuff happens in this book and it sets up what I hope or where I hope we're going for the future books. Mm-hmm. So because I know like these three books are Feyre and Reese's journey. Yeah. yeah. And then after this, I don't really know what we get. Mm-hmm. I hope that we still get Feyre and Reese. Like maybe Me not too. as the main characters, but I yeah. really still want their perspectives and I still want to know what's happening with them. I don't want just, like, side comments, like, and they're happy, like, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, so, same. I mean, but we'll see what we get. But this is, like, their final, their storybook. So mm-hmm. The trilogy ending. Of the trilogy, which is why I want more sex. But that's fine. Um, <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> Reese is perfect. So, okay, but we start off, and this is just very quick, but I didn't expect it, of, like, a flashback of two years before the wall. So this is 502 years ago. Uh, when Reese is after the first battle, searching like when the first battle against Highburn, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, before the wall went up, and okay. he's searching through the dead Illyrians looking for Cassian and Az. Oh, and yeah. it's just really sad. I put a sad face. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I really like that because it, I mean that's it. I thought we were gonna flash back to there more. We never do, but it's just like powerful because it's like this is real. Like if Showing you're going through. Yeah, like a like a group of dead soldiers looking for your friends. Like that is very serious, no laughing matter. Mm-hmm. But as we remember at the end of book two, Feyre goes back to the Spring Court. Yes, as a mm-hmm. spy, basically, it's the only way that she could think oh, of to right. save everyone. Is that where this starts? Yes. yes. Okay. So we start with her in Spring Court. She's been there for weeks, 
And yeah. she's been there under, like, the guise of, like, she'd been brainwashed by Reese and manipulated. Yeah. And now their mating bond is severed, or so Tamlin thinks. Um, and she's just pretending that everything is okay with Tamlin. Uh, but they've not had any, like, I remember, Alicia, you were like, what is she going to do about their physical relationship? I was worried. This book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I was worried <laughs> about that. But thankfully, she kind of like pushes it off, being like, "I'm just not ready." Like, she's you know, like she's so traumatized. Tra- 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 traumatized thing, yeah. Which makes she total sense because you made it sound like he did real bad things. Well, and, to yeah, and she says she Tamlin, can't remember. He yeah. never really specifically asked her. Just like all the other times, he never asked her about yeah. like if she was okay or what really happened. Mm-hmm. So same kind of thing. Like he doesn't know. I also think he doesn't want to know. Yeah. You know, yeah. so he's just giving her her space and trying to keep her happy while she while she figures out whatever it is she needs to figure out. Yeah, let me come back to the Farah that he knows and loves. So and yeah, so control. she's she's yeah. acting timid again. She's acting unsure of herself. She's not accepting compliments. She's basically acting abused again, like in their kind of like fucked up relationship. Yeah, and but Lucian is just like when they were in Hybern's castle and he saw the mating bond between her and Reese. Lucian's not buying this at mm-hmm. all. Like right. he doesn't, and he keeps like kind of trying to trick her and trap her into saying something because he knows he's for sure that she is not innocent little Feyre, and that right. she, he doesn't think that Reese had her in, under any kind of spell. Um, but that instead they have accurately let a wolf into like the sheep's den or yeah, whatever. For so, sure. um, but right away we get um, Ianthe coming in. Um, and having a meeting to apologize to Farah because Ianthe, the high priestess, who is a total two-faced bitch, she's terrible. Betrayed, the she's the worst. Betrayed Farah's sisters to Highburn and had them thrown into the cauldron mm-hmm. and then turned into Fae. And Tamlin didn't know that was happening. No, neither Tamlin. Yeah, to Tamlin and Lucian's credit, they had no idea that that was happening. Yeah. That was not a part of their deal to get Farah back at all. And Tamlin told Highburn to stop it. Yeah. Um, because that was going too far and it was unnecessary. So to Tamlin's credit, they never wanted this at all. Lucian right. really didn't want it. Elaine, just to call back, is Lucian's mate, we discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, so Lucian also is tormented because he's terrified of what's going on to poor sweet Elaine in the yeah. court of nightmares, as yeah. what he's imagining. He's imagining that she is in hell, is the worst, she's being tortured, who knows what they're doing to this sweet, innocent child. Yeah. And Farah has tried to assure him that Reese won't have her hurt mm-hmm. because she's her sister. But at the same time, she has to play this, like, I was so it's abused terrible. line yeah. um, to keep her kind of cover intact. So it's very complicated. And she can't use the bond because she's afraid that they'll be able to smell the bond on her. Mm-hmm. So she's only spoken to Reese once when she arrived just to say that she was safe well, and then to ask if everyone was safe back home. Also, at some point... Doesn't she notice that the bond is like weakened and she can't do as much for some reason? It's harder. It's like it's harder for them to communicate. Like it's yeah. delayed. Like it's yeah. not as strong as it was because he did break their um, their like bond that they had where she had to spend days with them or whatever. But that was apparently nothing. Um, but he didn't touch their mating bond at all, which right. was their actual bond. Right. Yeah, but I think that was part of what made it. It did like it maybe just you know enhanced their mm-hmm. conversation, made it easier. But they are far away and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get more into that. And she didn't yeah. think about what, yeah. She feels like it's foggy. Yeah. Right. Foggy. And she just thinks it's because of all that stuff that's going on. Yeah. yeah. So, really, so she's there to spy. She wants to destroy Tamlin's court from within, like she promised him that she would do mm-hmm. when she was with him in Hyber and Illusion. Um, and so that's her mission, is to find out what she can, and then once she has what she needs, is to get the hell out and go back to the night court. 
Mm-hmm. So right away after Ianthe appears and apologizes and says, like, I thought that you really wanted your sisters with you, you know, so they'd be immortal too. I'm like, her sisters are bitches, you know, but <laughs> yeah. whatever, Ianthe. But Ianthe basically does some bullshit apology. Feyre acts the way she thinks she should do, accept it. And But Tamlin, and she can see that Lucian doesn't believe this shit at all either. Yeah. Uh, but she sees that Tamlin completely believes Ianthe in her lies. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, they've known each other forever. They were, they grew up together. Mm-hmm. So Tamlin is very trusting in Ianthe in a way that, that Feyre and Lucian, like, never could be. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Jurian and then the commanders, who are referred to as the Prince and Princess of Highburn, arrive. And what they're doing is they go with, I think it's interesting that they go with Lucian and Feyre, but Feyre is pushing, like, to not be left out again. You know, like, let's not go down this road again, Tamlin, of him trying to, like, lock her up. Because Tamlin does realize he made a huge mistake when he imprisoned Feyre in the first place. Um, So Lucian and Feyre go with these highborn commanders and Jurian to try and find breaks in the wall. Uh, Because the cauldron was actually drained after it turned Feyre's sister's Fey. And they don't know why. Uh, but because of it, it's not strong enough to bring the whole wall down, mm-hmm. they think. So they're looking for weak points in the wall that have created. Um, and so, were you going to say something, Alicia? Yeah, I was going to say, also, remember um, after the sisters were created, that one of the queens yeah. went into the yeah. cauldron as well, and we still don't know the outcome of that, but there's, like, whispers that something went wrong throughout the did. court. Yeah. So, in addition to that, like, yeah. they need to fix it to hold uphold their promises and right. all that, too, the Highburn people. And I'm like, did it go wrong, or is Highburn just a dick? Like, I don't know. Yeah, um, mystery. I just kind of thought he was a dick. But anyway, <laughs> so throughout this, like, Lucian's friendship with Feyre is really damaged at this point. But mm-hmm. it kind of begins to repair while they're stuck spending time together. Because they're together against Ianthe. Like, they're a united front against Ianthe. Yeah. Um... Also, Alice, love Alice, um, who is kind of like her... Yeah, I've always liked Handmaiden. Yeah, Handmaiden, I would say. She, like, she knows that Reese isn't the monster that he was portrayed to be. And she also knows through, you know, gossip that Pharaoh was happy with him when she was in Adriata. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so... That's where she originates from. That's where she's from, right, Mm -hmm. in Summer Court. And so, and she kind of, like, brings that up, like, slyly, like... Your, who's your true court like stuff and Farrah you know can't trust her even though she wants to mm-hmm. you know and it's just kind of like I don't know what you're talking about this is my true court yeah. well and also not that it's like super pertinent but like at some point during this book she even mentions like none of her clothing fits her because she's finally put on like a healthy amount yeah. of weight yeah. yeah and so like that is like a true testament too like you were eating well you look good yeah. you know here you were withering away you know so mm-hmm. and knows. another thing so this is fucked up um, so we remember in the second book when it's the Kalan Mai yeah. day oh, comes yeah. around yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and Feyre has that moment of, I mean, she doesn't know that she's Reese's mate yet. They've not mated. Yeah. And although she's completely, I feel like in love with Reese at this point, although she can't admit it to herself. She feels like a traitor for leaving Tamlin still. And then she mm-hmm. thinks about Tamlin having to perform the ride of Kalan Mai or whatever. Yeah. All right. And she's like nauseous thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So she finds out when she comes back that Tamlin refused outright to perform the rite. Um, and instead, he had Lucian perform the rite with Ianthe. Because yeah. Ianthe insisted yeah. to be the one Gross. for Tamlin. Uh-huh. 
and then since he wouldn't do it, she was just fine with Lucian. She's like, such a ew. snake. She's such yeah, a snake. So, and Feyre feels really bad about that because she knows that, she knows why Anthony's really like because Reese showed her that vision of when she tried to seduce him. Yeah. And she knows that this is how she's gotten all this favor with these higher ranking people mm-hmm. is that she basically blackmails them. Yeah. Um. So, anyway. So... Basically, once again, like like I said, like their friendship's kind of growing. Lucian and Feyre's again is kind of repairing. Um, they have the the summer or the spring solstice comes around, and I love this moment uh, because like now Feyre before when she was kind of starstruck by Anthony, she can see all through all of her shit, yeah. you know. And so Anthony has this whole thing planned, this whole solstice where the sun's gonna hit her and she's gonna look like this vibrant <laughs> goddess of spring or something. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like she's gonna look like super cool and holy or whatever. And Farrah just kind of like moves the stone five feet to the right. Yeah. So that she's kind of off balance. And then she places herself and Lucian in the correct spot. So at the moment of this like magical solstice thing, um at <laughs> uh, this the light shines on Farrah and Lucian and she lets her light of dawn kind of shine through to make it look super fancy and then everyone starts calling her like cauldron blessed and like curse breaker again and like (laughs) they start worshiping her and Ianthe's just standing like in her stupid pose in the dark (laughs) and she's showed up and she's super mad um it was hilarious it was so funny yeah and like and obviously Lucian wasn't in on it, but he like na- like kneeled down and like kissed her hand, like he was like a knight to a queen or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So obviously this pisses off Ianthe, but it also pisses off Tamlin. Yeah. Because I kind of forgot about this because we were so far from book one, but Tamlin was jealous of Lucian and Feyre's friendship mm-hmm. from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Because Feyre didn't want anything to do with Tamlin, um. But she kind of slowly built a friendship with Lucian, and mm-hmm. Tamlin basically told Lucian to back off of Feyre. Like, like, he was going to steal Feyre from him, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, which we know now, Tamlin's motives were to break the curse the whole time. Uh, but now, like, their friendship, once again, makes Tamlin uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially since Feyre won't sleep with him mm-hmm. or really show him much affection. Yeah. But she has no problem showing it to Lucian, um, you know. Um, so that night, like, they have a really good night. The solstice goes really well. She plays it perfectly. But... Uh, and she's she knows that and she's afraid that Tamlin's going to come visit her in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so she pretends to have this nightmare and her room is right across from Lucian's. Yeah. And Lucian comes to comfort her and she's in like some sexy lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> and Tamlin comes in and like finds them all entwined. Yeah. And is like, what the hell is happening? And she's just like, I had a nightmare. And then like slams the door in Tamlin's face. <laughs> yeah. And Lucian's face too. Yeah. And yeah. Lucian's face. Uh, but like once again, like just like the like um, like other books that we've read, I'm like you're gonna get Lucian killed. Like don't get I Lucian know. killed. I you feel know bad I mean? for Lucian and all of this and all of all, all I mean, things. Grand, I feel bad for there, Lucian. <laughs> there are some things that he probably could have done better. But Definitely, yeah. I mean, I feel bad. F- I feel bad for him in this. Yes, yes. I agree. Well, because also like her room wasn't initially across from his, but Tamlin yeah. destroyed. Her original bedroom. Yeah. So, like, perfect and there was, positioning. like, thorns all through it or something? Yeah. Roses grew in. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, Spring Court. Yeah. So, the last kind of our of our journey here in Spring Court, thank goodness. Mm. Oh, also, she, um, ever since these hybrid people have shown up, mm-hmm. she's been getting headaches. Yep. Which is weird. Okay. Um, they're just kind of, like, yeah. marked. And she doesn't know why, but, like, especially whenever she uses any kind of power, she kind of gets, like, a weird little headache. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of annoying. When she yeah. had her dinner, is that what you're about to cover? 
No, go ahead. Oh, there's a dinner that she has. I don't remember at what point it is. It's with like the, the very beginning. It's the very beginning, yeah. And they're all there. And, of course, it's like uncomfortable com- uncomfortable conversation because the high room people are weird, gross, and just creepy. Yeah. But she realizes that they're trying to get into her mind. They're diamantes. They're diamantes. And they're trying to get into Lucian and uh, Tamlin's mind. So she quickly, like, throws up barricades there and, like, burns their little, like, mental hands, if you will. Yeah. And they realize that. So now she's kind of, like, having to be on guard because she's, like, clearly there's other motives than just trying to you know, check out the weaknesses in the wall or whatever their bullshit excuses for. Yeah. So weird you can't trust the highburn people. I know, right? <laughs> Super confusing. Ugh, Tamlin's so dumb. Yes. So anyway, so um, against Tamlin's better judgment after catching her and Lucian, like, all, like, together, um, Feyre and Lucian go with Jurian and the highburn commanders out to the wall again. Oh, and Tamlin's there this time. Sorry. Tamlin and Ianthe are both there. Right. So... Yeah. It's not as weird, I guess, because Tamlin's there. So, um, but still, you know. <laughs> well, they're going to have to stay the night. So I'm like, Tamlin wanted to risk it. Yeah. yeah. And I think that Farah and um, Lucian, like, share a tent. And, like, Jerrion wakes them up on, like, the same bedroll at some point yeah. and, like, makes a comment. Yeah. And she's like, just get out of here, Jerrion. You know? <laughs> and so, um, not just once again, like, don't get Lucian killed. Yeah. So the big moment is these children of the blessed who we know from book one are these kind of like delusional humans Mm -hmm. that have been like convinced that the fae will like welcome them and let them live like immortal lives in the fae lands uh so these poor children of the blessed show up and the hybrid commanders are so excited Mm -hmm. and um Farah tells them to stand down and she gets in the children of the blessed minds and kind of like shows them the reality mm-hmm. and they're like maybe we made a mistake and we'll go back right. and she's like go back and she puts like a command as like Tamlin's whatever to like like a royal command like you will not go after these people you know mm-hmm. and then instead of course um, by that night they do and they kill and like torture these children of the blessed um what do you say? And they eat them, too, don't they? eat they? them, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, meantime, before you know this happens, Jurian, of all people, the human that was brought back by the cauldron by Highburn, mm-hmm. um, he tells, he calls, he also calls Fair out on her act. And he's like, I knew Reese in the war. I fought with him. He's a decent male. Yeah. He's the best of them. Mm-hmm. I know that you guys think he's kind of some sort of evil whatever, but the Reese I know was not, and right. centuries don't change that. You know, mm-hmm. and she's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and it's uncomfortable. And he's like, Hybern's gonna kill you all. And she's like, Not if I kill him first. You know, which is a weird thing to say to your allies. Um, and so, <laughs> as punishment, Feyre and Lucian unleash the the bog or the bogue or whatever. Yeah, like that monster that lives in the woods yeah. on the um, the commanders of Hybern. And so. Tamlin literally like he's reading them the riot act mm-hmm. for this because like they're the guest and whatever and Farrah's like I gave them a command and they disobeyed it and you know I paid them back for that you mm-hmm. know like whatever and uh, Tamlin dismisses Lucian and they like get into it and then Tamlin explodes the room again like he did the last time yeah. when she was human but she um, didn't shield herself or no she was fey then luckily yeah, well, yeah she but was yeah fey. um but yeah but she purposely doesn't shield herself so she gets injured mm-hmm. and then lucian like rushes in and it's like what the hell did you do and then so fair lets everyone in the court see herself get hurt mm-hmm. because once again she wants to take down tamlin's court yeah so she has to turn them against tamlin yeah what? um 
so yeah does okay so and then there was like a whole other thing like there's more of that like ianthe is causing mischief and Tailwind doesn't side with Feyre or Lucian. Or the guards. Like, or the guards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Ianthe stages these keys going missing and convinced Tamlin that he needs to whip the sentries for it. Yeah. And the when sentries are just claiming that Ianthe did it. Mm-hmm. They're not like, we don't know what happened. They're like, Ianthe set this whole thing up. Feyre's like, Ianthe set this whole thing up. And Lucian's like, don't whip these sentries. And Tamlin's like... 20 lashes or whatever. Like, yeah. he, you know, he just, he, he does it. And know? she makes a big show of, like, going up to that soldier and do I don't know helping him or something I don't know she yeah. makes a big show of it yeah like I would protect you but this dipshit's gonna be you exactly yeah and so once again turning his sentries who have fought for Tamlin even going over the wall on purpose yeah. to try and get killed by a mortal mm-hmm. to break the curse like they've been with Tamlin for hundreds of years yeah and yep. then he 500 years of if I'm correct. At least 100 mm-hmm. years. And he's turned on them. Yeah. For Ianthe. And he's turned on Feyre, who's currently all bruised up. Yeah. You know, yep. by Tamlin. So it's not going well. Um, so they go back to the wall again. And maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is when Tamlin and Ianthe are there. Maybe he wasn't there before. It was just Yeah, I don't vision. think they were there the first time. Like, or the, the second, second time. time. Yeah. yeah, they are. So the third time, we're back along the wall. Feyre gets the information needed. She finds out where Highburn, at least they say they're going to attack Mm -hmm. and she's like time to leave you know yeah (laughs) and she's making her escape and she stumbles upon ianthe like barricading lucian like against a rock she's like chained up to to a tree with those like bluish chains that she saw in the vision that reese showed her Mm -hmm. that immobilized your power Mm -hmm. and make you like she's the first hand where she killed the people that took reese so yeah Mm -hmm. and so she has like lucian against the wall and she's basically going to force herself on him yeah again you know and lucian's trying to get but he he can't get away he wants to get away and so farah can't stand for it so, she, like, breaks Ianthe's arm. Like, she, like... She takes, makes Ianthe do it. Yeah, she makes Ianthe break her own arm. Yeah. Uh, by getting her, her mind. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. And she tells her, I think, that she won't get a healer. Yeah. Um, and and then, like, the two um, Hybern commanders show up, and she just kills them. Mm-hmm. Like, she... I, I don't remember if she drops rocks on them or whatever. But oh, and no, also, no. at this point, oh, don't yeah. we find out that she's been poisoned this whole time? Yes, we, with Fabian. Shortly afterwards, yeah. Yeah. Because the prince and princess of Highburn show up. Oh, no, okay. that's the commanders. They're the same people. Oh, yeah. Didn't yep. she so already she, kill them? No, she kills them then. Different people. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't kill them with rocks, though. Like, the one... She gets into, like, this badass fight that Lucian gets to realize. And basically, like, the sister is, like, on the side, and she's fighting the guy... And um, she is smart enough to prepare for, like, her to go for her mind. So instead she, like, uses one of her powers, a flame, and, like, burns her alive. And he's That's not expecting right. it. That's and right. then I think maybe even Lucian kills the other one. But anyway, before, like, while they're, like, sparring, essentially, they mention gotcha. that the Fabian, that they had Ianthe poison them. That's right. right. So, which so- is probably the of the headaches and stuff yeah that's why she's been getting these headaches and then she's suddenly basically too weak to winnow yeah you know and she and, can't let reese know where she is because she can't use the bond right or the whatever yeah yeah because she's trying and she can't she's like out of juice basically mm-hmm. there's a lot of people being like out of magic in this book suddenly <laughs> yeah as well because it makes it too easy it makes it yep. just, like you don't have magic anymore so lucian is like i'm going with you which is like what you know yeah. and but he's like i'm gonna get my mate and you're like oh okay because mm-hmm. this whole time he's been trying to get favor to tell him where Reese is keeping Elaine mm-hmm. and she's like why would I even know why would he tell me where he was keeping her you know mm-hmm. um so Lucian goes with her 
And like this part of the book is long for me because yeah. it takes them days to get back because they can't winnow. And it's like a week. Yeah, it's a whole week. Like they're going through winter court and they're fighting during this point. Um, you know, because Lucian's mad at her for lying and he knew that she was lying and she's like, I couldn't tell you the truth, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you don't even know my sister, you know, like this is just some sort of hormonal thing you can't control, <laughs> you know, like it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff there. Um, so they have it out on their way back, uh, for like a week, which has to be uncomfortable. Um, and then they run into his brothers. And at this point, I was like, I am done. Like, I was like, this is bad. Right. So, um, and she uses her powers again against his brothers. And they see the fire. And her, Lucian's oldest brother, Eris, mm-hmm. who is the one that had been engaged to more and we know is a horrible douchebag. Yeah. He's like, my father will kill you if he knows that you have his power. Yeah. You know? Which has been, like, the whole thing that Tamlin was actually worried about was anyone finding out that she has these powers because then they'll want want her for several different reasons. Yeah. Um, so luckily at this point, Cass and Az show up and she tells Eris that she's the High Lady of the Night Court mm-hmm. and that he is not to fuck with her. Right. And he's, like, freaked out enough about that, basically, that he kind of backs off enough for Cassian and Asriel to, like, get them out of there without... Also, he's not stupid enough to fight Cassian and Asriel, but, yeah. Right. Well, um, they did fight, but she stopped Cass and Az from killing them, basically. And that's when she mm-hmm. announced it because they were confused. Right. Gotcha. It's a real so, power move. Yeah. So this is fun fact. This is also when Lucian finds out that she's High Lady of the Night Court. Yeah. And and he's just kind of like what you know what I mean? <laughs> like there he says there are no high ladies and she's like there are now you know um, and so then luckily finally they're back at the townhouse and she and Reese are reunited and we get some sex you guys but also we get like them reunited and it's sweet and it's like a whole thing and they have to catch up and it's been super traumatic um, everyone's happy to see her alive yeah mm-hmm. everyone's happy like everyone's been so worried this whole time that she's been there yeah. And she's been, like, she couldn't even, like, really imagine herself going back this whole time because she was so afraid it would never happen. Yeah. Um, but then she is. Um, so then Lucian's really, like, I mean, he doesn't like Reese. He's seen Reese do horrible things. Yeah. Reese doesn't like Lucian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they're really, like, having, like, trouble with each other. Um, so Feyre and Reese, but mostly Feyre, kind of explain everything from the beginning to Lucian, and one of my favorite lines in this book, because everything's about perspective, is when Lucian says, I didn't realize I was a villain in your story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't realize he was the bad guy in Feyre's life. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But she's like, you were. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. And so, oh, another thing this book has a lot of that I don't care for are Feyre's sisters. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, shortly after they're reuniting and, like, whatever, she's like, I've got to go see my sisters, and she tells Lucian... That she needs to see them first, obviously. Yeah. Know? And he's fine with that. He's like, just go and let me know when I can see Elaine. Um, and she finds Nesta just, like, reading. And she's a super bitch. And she's just like, so you're back. Like, no, like, I'm glad to see you. Like, yeah. nothing. Like, she's just like, get out. Like, she's literally like, can I get back to my book? Yeah. You know? And Farrah's just like, she said that, like, getting hit in the face would have been easier. Yeah. Than dealing with, like, the how little Nesta cared that she was back. Um, and then she goes to Elaine, and that's even worse, because she's just, like, a hollow shell of herself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, and also, let's just kind of get into the Cassian and Nesta drama. Okay. Because in book two, when he meets Nesta, like, they kind of have this, like... Chemistry. Chemistry, like, flirty, dangerous chemistry yeah. between them. Um, and Cassian promised to defend her or protect her. 
like no matter what you know what i mean like i'll stand with you and i'll protect you from harm right but then when they got attacked by hibern cassian's wings got shredded and he literally could do nothing at all like Mm -hmm. at all he couldn't move and but he tried to still drag himself forward all bleeding and fucked up to try and stop nesta and elaine from getting put in the cauldron yeah but he feels like he failed and she feels like he failed them and so they're having super drama. But they still have this kind of, like, the only person brave enough to basically talk to Nesta. Like, even Reese is putting up, like, shields yeah. between, like, Nesta and Feyre. Like, he, like, because she took some, Nesta took some sort of power from the cauldron. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what it is. And yeah. we don't know how strong it is. Or and she's not letting anyone practice with her. Yeah. And so she's really kind of, like, a bomb ready to go off, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than she was before. <laughs> she's just trying to act like none of this happened. Like, she's just angry. You know, so she's in, the, she's in denial angry. about yeah. what power she has. And she doesn't want to try to learn them. You know what I mean? Like, she's and just her, in a really, like, upset state. Her only redeeming value, I think, at this point, is that she's really worried about Elaine. Yep. But then also, every time she's so worried about Elaine, it's like, okay, but your baby sister's right there. Right. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> fair pretty much had it worse than all of you and you don't give a shit about her yeah. that always that part always bothered me yeah. yeah like why she was so up in elaine's business and like oh i'll take care of you and then fair she's just like oh go to go eat shit i don't care yeah. exactly like and i feel like nesta like every every time nesta has a redeeming moment mm-hmm. when she has some in this book yeah and you think like yes like she gets it I'm rooting for you. Like, I see your perspective as fucked up as it may be. Yeah. I get that you have shields. Like, Fair even says, like, in the last book, I'm filming that she thinks Nesta cares too much. And the reason Nesta puts all these walls up is because she can't deal with how much she does care. Yeah. And so instead, it's easier to pretend that she doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's really what Fair believes. But every time Nesta has one of these moments where she's, like, comes through a little bit, it immediately is followed by, like, the biggest shit giving of all time. <laughs> You know, it's immediately yeah. followed by, like, the worst behavior possible. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of like, you know what, fuck you, Nesta. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't care that you're super devastatingly beautiful or whatever. Like, sure. you are evil. Like, you are mean, and you're mean to Farah, and I don't like you. Yeah. You know? And whatever. You know, like, you have been given everything. Farah's given you everything. Yeah. You've gotten nothing for yourself, but you were the most entitled bitch in this book. Yeah. Like, step aside, Amarantha. Like, Nesta is the most entitled bitch in this book. (laughs) For Um, sure. In this series. So, anyway. But still, in spite of all of that, Cassian is, like, the only person that can break through her, like, ice evil shell. Yeah. And, like, get her to calm down. And whatever, you know, so we still don't understand, like, and he even tells Pharaoh, which I think I wrote this down, like, later on, like, Pharaoh's like, what the fuck is with you and my sister? And he's like, I can't stay away. Like, he, like, it's not said that they're mated or anything, but, like, he, they're drawn to each other, you Mm -hmm. know? For whatever reason. And I'm just kind of like, Cassian deserves better. But that's just just me. Cassian's great. He's fantastic. And she's a real bitch. I kind of... We'll talk about this later. We'll get back to that. But I... Susie likes Nesta. (laughs) I feel for her. I think she's a terrible person. But... Okay. No spoilers. But I was talking about this earlier with Game of Thrones. Like, people Mm. start off terrible people. Yeah. And then you change your mind. And I think she's just... By the time we get to the end of this book... And starting now. She's just so damaged. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she, I think she has some sort of personality disorder to begin with, which mm. is why she can't express herself. So 
I feel for her. Maybe. Like, at the end of this book, I really felt for her, and I really liked her. Yeah. yeah. But then things change. But And then in book four, I just wanted to, like, throw her against a wall. Like, I was but so But, again, I think she has some sort of personality disorder that keeps she her did. from being a normal person. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. We've never gotten any clarity on that. No, Sarah Javas, so, please feel free to advise. Um, <laughs> what is her diagnosis? What is her deal? Like, <laughs> Yeah. What's wrong with her? If we took her to a therapist, what would they say? Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, basically, like, the next important thing that happens, because a lot of this book is just, like, drama between people mm-hmm. um, in the inner circle, which I'm not even including Nesta and Elaine in the inner circle. They're just kind of, like, tag-alongs. Yeah, they're there. They're just <laughs> there. Like, and they're only there because they're Feyre's sisters. Yeah. I mean, they're only there because they're forced to be there. Because for a yeah. while, they're at the wind yeah. um, house, house of uh-huh. wind. And then she moves them and to she, the townhouse. they force them to the townhouse because they're so far away. And it's like, no, you need to be over yeah. here with us. And they still, like, come out minimally. Right. And they enforced. In this book, she and Airman forge a friendship. Yeah. Nesta and I like that yeah. part. And then later on, Nesta and Amarin. Yeah. she fucks that friendship up. But and we don't know how her. exactly. We don't know how yet, but they we'll never get tell us. Either, either way, every time I like Nesta, she makes me hate her even more. Yeah. Like, it's very frustrating. Because even at, like, book one, when Feyre comes back from the spring court, yeah. and Nesta's like, I was never, like, glamored by Tamlin, mm-hmm. and I tried to cross the wall to find you, Yeah, I was like, I've severely underestimated your character. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, you care about your sister so much that you risked your own life trying to find her yeah. and trying to get her back. And, you know, that she mattered that much to you. She never seemed like she mattered to you before, but now she matters so much to you. I was wrong with how I judged you. And then immediately, immediately, like, Farrah comes back, and she's now Faye. Yeah. And Nessa's just like, get the fuck out of my home. Like, like she wants nothing to do with her. Yeah. She's like, I told you to never come back. Why did you come back? You know? And it's like. See, but there again, she could underneath all of that. I'm not saying that she is, but underneath all of that, she could be, I know you were happier there. Like, what I meant to say was, was this flowery stuff about how you should be there, but I don't have the capacity to talk that way. Maybe, but actions speak louder than words, you guys. True. <laughs> Not True. if you can't show them correctly. I don't know. I we'll get. See. I totally get what you're saying. I know, I know. Yeah. And I know that Susie, who is like the sweetest person in the world, loves Nesta. And I'm like, I, I don't, don't love Nesta. You love Nesta. I do not love her. <laughs> I want her to figure her shit out. I, I also want that part. Do you want her to be with Cassian? I do. Because I think <gasps> I they can know. help each other. I'll express my views on the fourth book. Let's carry on. <laughs> we'll carry on here. I think we've gotten into the Cassian and Nesta drama, as my notes suggest. Yeah. Yes. So basically, now, like, the main thing of this book is Reese, who before, as, like, he's hated by everyone, he's trying to get all the High Lords together to present a united front to save Printhian from Highburn, mm-hmm. which this seems like a cause everyone can get behind. Um, so he sends these invites out. Um, and Cassian, it is so heavily, it's not even foreshadowed. It is said in this book. Cassian tells Farah, he warns her, that Reese will self-sacrifice to save everyone like he did 50 years ago. Yeah. And Cassian's mad at at, um, at Farah for self-sacrificing herself to spring court. Mm-hmm. And for not telling them that she was high lady, because that changes how everything would have went down, That's he right. says. Yeah. Um, which probably would have just gotten them all killed, but... Still, it's how Cassian feels. His feelings are valid. Um, yeah. Cassian can express himself. And so... <laughs> also, I just say that I valued how, like, Reese and Az and Cassian um, treated Lucian once he arrived. Like, they had a conversation. <laughs> Threatening you're, you're him? Not gonna go over, 
No, they chose well. to talk to them. Like, they were like, tell us what you know. But they weren't like, yeah. every time Feyre and Ashleaf the first time went to the night court, like, they were like, interrogation. Yeah, it was. Only. Yeah. They didn't like, they weren't like that cold with him. They weren't like, we're going to murder you. But they're like, Wait. all right, we're going to mm-hmm. talk. They we did, need to know did, what the fuck is going they on. They did threaten murder several times. Like, yeah. I wasn't against it. But, like, they did threaten it a lot. <laughs> Maybe I haven't reread it, but either way, I thought it was still better than it could have been. Right. It was. They it's were better very... than what Tamlin would have done. I mean, exactly. they still let him sleep in a regular place, and have, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. they didn't imprison him. No. But <laughs> as Reese told him, as a High Lord's son, it is only appropriate that he gives him comfort and shelter and clothes. Yeah. True. You know, like he was doing him no favors. You know, but at the same time, he was. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, carry on. Either way. So, um, so. Also during this, as teaches Feyre how to fly, because in book two, she learned how to create wings with her shape-shifting ability. Yep. And she wants to learn how to fly on her own. And that is, I really like this part of the book, although we're not going to get into it much because it's really just her learning to fly. Yeah. It's really hard and painful. Mm-hmm. It gets hard on her back. It hurts all of her muscles. It takes a lot of strength that she's not built up. Yeah. And I appreciated that because generally when people like get like a new ability they're just like we yeah you like, know I can do this now um, yeah. mm-hmm. but i enjoyed like kind of the realism brought to like if you suddenly had wings attached to you and how much that would hurt yeah. um and so and also like uh reese takes her to the library because they're trying to find information down um about how what they can do to kind of like stop these hybrid forces. So they're at the yeah. library doing research. And at the library, Reese tells Farah that he will not hesitate to self-sacrifice if it means saving everyone he loves again. Yeah. And she's like, but that that hurts me. Yeah. You know, like, she's like, you can't do that to me because you're my mate. And he's like, if it's to save you, I will. And she's like, you're not saving me if you do that. Right. And she's like, she proposes um, an alliance basically with monsters at this point, i.e. the bone carver. Yeah. You know, she's like, what if we enlisted the help of these monsters? Like, Hybern has his forces and his magic, but what if we had terrifying none of this earth monsters? Yeah. You know? And Reese Which we like, happen to have in prison. <laughs> right. And Reese is like, I'll uh-huh. consider it. You know? <laughs> yeah. She's like, instead of you killing yourself for no fucking reason, how about we do this? Yeah. And he's like, if you insist, but I'm really into the idea of self-sacrifice as a person. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And also, the library scene is super sexy, and then it goes nowhere, Sarah J. Moss. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just going back to that. Um, so, so, then she goes to the bone carver. Um yes. And I think she goes with Cassian. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't go with They Reese. didn't want to look too desperate. Yeah. Correct. They had to... You are correct. Yeah, they said I that. remember something. We don't want to look desperate. Yeah. So um, he tells her that if she retrieves this Ouroboros mirror, you think I'm saying that right? Ouroboros is yeah. how they say it in Ouroboros. the Ouroboros. Ooh, thank God. That's it. See, I know. This is the only reason I know things. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Susie drinks and she knows things, you guys. Yeah, I do. Hashtag Tyrion. I'm basically Tyrion. You're basically Tyrion. <laughs> Tyrion's the best. So, okay, the Ouroboros mirror, he says, if you get this for me, I'll give you my help in the war. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the hell is this mirror? But she's like, it's a mirror. Like, this sounds doable. Like, right. I'll get you a mirror. Like, it's fine, you know. Um, so then they go to the Court of Nightmares. Because <sighs> this is where Karen, yeah. the mirror, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so also this is super horrible and uncomfortable because really like Reese is desperate. I will say this. Reese is desperate. Like he's the best and he's the most powerful and he's super sexy, but he is desperate (laughs) to not lose this war. And he has to ask care for the dark bringers. Yeah. Which are the hewn city's army because they apparently in their agreement with the night court 
have the ability to refuse service. Right. So if Kier disagrees, he does not need to, like, pledge his Nightbringers or whatever they are to the cause. Yeah. Um, and so Reese has to go. I mean, like, Doctor Strange. He's like, Dormammu, I've came to bargain. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So he's come to bargain, basically, to strike an accord. And someone else is there, too, right? Eris mm-hmm. is there. Okay. So Eris shows up. Okay, and also, Moore's there. Mm-hmm. And so Moore's now in her room with her father, who sold her like a piece of cattle, yeah. to Eris, who beat her up and literally nailed a sign to her and left her bloody body for dead. Yeah. So now she's, like, basically in a room with two of her abusers. I would say unexpectedly. She knew Kara was going to be there, obviously. But yeah. Eris was completely unexpectedly. And not only does Reese make a deal, because Eris's whole deal, he's Lucian's oldest brother mm-hmm. in Autumn Court. Their dad, Baron's a complete asshole. Eris yes. also an asshole. Eris wants to be the High Lord of Autumn Court. And his deal is that if they support his claim, which I don't even know what sway Reese would have, but sure, if they support Eris's claim but to... But also, who else would it go to? I don't know who it would go to. Because it's there's other the siblings, powerful. but a couple of them yeah, die. There's like oldest. seven of them or something. But he's the oldest, and it's supposed to go to the most powerful one, right? Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily like age versus power. But at the same time, Tamlin only became Hive Lord once his brother died. In the yeah, war, and true. he was becoming more powerful, which so, means they could have just murdered him out of fear. Right, but they died anyway. So, so basically, yeah. Reese, uh, Eris, Eris is like Reese. If you support my bid and care, if you support my bid to take Autumn Court, I will work with you or whatever. You know, um, and Care apparently had tried to strike a deal with Eris in the past, and it had fallen through. And so, but Care's like, I don't care about Eris so much, and he's like, I want access to Valeris, the city of Starlight. He's like, I'm stuck under this mountain. I've always wondered what's outside of it, and now I want to go to Valeris. Because now I know because of the attack. Because they still, they didn't know, right? They didn't know until Hybern attacked. Yeah. And then they found out because people are snakes. Yeah. So now more is just like, there's no way you're letting my father and his nightmare creatures into my city. Yeah. And Reese is like, deal. Yeah. (laughs) We will do it. He kind of just. Sorry, more. And he'd already had, like, a meeting with the council of Valeris beforehand. Like, yeah. he's been working on this or whatever. He but foresaw he, it as an he, option. Yeah. He didn't clear any of it with more or prepare her in any way yeah. for this, you know. So, anyway. So, that's super fucked up. But besides that, it doesn't really go anywhere yet in this book. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, didn't Kier also initially say that before he went there, he made a comment like, Basically, that he would take Reese's mate as his wife, or he made some sort of like. Oh, I think he, that was he asked for that in the like that was his first bargaining. That was his chip. first thing, and Reese and like, he obviously <laughs> knew that wasn't going to work, which is why he came out with one. That, you know what I mean? But I think yeah. Reese foresaw it because he knew like he's a dick and he's going to try to take whatever he can. Yeah, to I mean, hurt Reese obviously foresaw it because he, he had a meeting with the council members beforehand. Yeah, and it is a dig at more because this is her home. Yeah, so and so. Yeah. So then, like, nothing really happens. Like, stuff happens with Eris that we'll get into, because Eris comes into play later in this book, but Kira doesn't really come into play. And I don't even remember the Darkbringers being much in the battle. So, yeah. like, I mean, they were whatever. there. But... They were, y'all were there, but, yeah. like, whatever. They needed um, numbers. So, anyway. So then, like, Nesta is going... Nesta's coming out a little bit more. I think at this point, Ferris made the move into the townhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so Nesta's at the library with Farah. Oh, and... 
there had been mention of a monster at the bottom of the library. Yeah. That Cassine, he's like <laughs> deathly afraid of. Cassine's terrified yeah. of this monster because he flew down once on like a dare. Yeah. And then he saw it and he was just like scared out of his skin. Um, and so anyway, so Nesta and Farrah are in the library and suddenly they get attacked by Highburn, who like soldiers who have broken into the library yeah. and tried because they're after Nesta. But Pause. Yeah, Elaine. Yes. Go ahead yeah, and well, and I don't, I might need your help, but yeah, at some point, like, Elaine is still babbling on, and, like, they have no clue what it is, and one of the things she says is, two sparrows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one black, white, one black. One white, one black, and they're sparrows. like, well, she's crazy and effed up. Yeah, she's just, like, saying, like, <laughs> gibberish. Gibberish, and, and sometimes think... it kind of, like, she'll, like, direct it towards someone, sometimes she's just kind of talking to herself. I think at this point we've already heard her say something about, like, beautiful hand turned into a crone or something. Yes. Yeah. Has she said that yet? Yeah. yeah she so did. she's just said a bunch of random things, and but, like, right before this she said something like, two sparrows, one white, one black. Yeah. And then go back to where you are yes no you're fine good point i totally forgot about that kind of like rambling that she's doing yeah no one knows what it is and it doesn't make any damn and they don't think it means anything they think she's just just like listfully staring to nowhere while she's saying stuff so looking out a window and jacked and we don't know what's wrong with her yeah so but suddenly sparrows one white one black two people of highburn show up and they are attacking they're looking for nesta but nesta and fair together yeah and so Feyre runs like down and down and down and down and down into the library and she's like dragging Nesta with her and she finds the monster. She calls for the monster mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm the High Lady of the Night Court. Like, And she, before this, didn't she like pushed Nesta, like she's basically like self-sacrificed for she Nesta. Did. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember exactly what she did. Because they're here but... to kill her basically yeah. is what they're, yeah. these people are from, they're from Highburn's court. Right. Yeah. 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 So like Nesta gets pushed to the side so they're following Feyre basically down, down, yeah. down, down, down. Um, and she gets this monster, and she makes a deal with it. She's like, what do you want? Like, I need you to kill these guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want, you know? And they're like, um, well, because I think they have Fabian or something, because her powers aren't really working again. Um, and they're like, well, the monster, sorry, not they, the monster is like, I want someone, I want someone to visit me. Yeah. <laughs> and just want to chat. <laughs> and she's like, so that you can eat them? And they're like, no. And the monster's like, no, just talk to me every once in a while. You know, I don't know what's going on outside the world. Yeah. And she's like, okay, you know? And so it makes the deal with her and she gets the brand on her arm. And then she's like, it's like, can I kill them? And she's like, please kill them. You yeah. know? Yep. <laughs> and so the monster kills these, like, highburn people, or at least injures them. I think Reese actually kills them. Because he questions them, I think. Yeah, and he actually yeah, kills them. Yeah, he starts attacking them right as yeah. Reese and those and guys show, show up. up. And Cassian sees the monster again. Yeah, yeah because, like, <laughs> Reese shows up and, like, I think um, Nesta tells Nesta's outside. Like, yeah. She's, like, leaving. Right. And she's like because yeah. he like made this dramatic entrance like sounds like an earthquake of course he does. darkness but and she's so like hot. oh shit <laughs> oh snap you know this guy yeah he just like takes off and says casting like crazy yeah 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 so okay so shortly after this drama and suddenly they're like all right i don't know if they're dressed in white and black or what but they've kind of made the connection between the ramblings of elaine yeah and whatever they were dressed um, in white and black they even said they called themselves that like oh okay yeah like i'm white so it was either sparrow, sparrow or crow some sort of bird but yeah they <laughs> reference themselves <laughs> as that it. like and you know they make it known that they are high yeah. burns spies Birds. or whatever so anyway so El- elaine randomly is just chatting again yeah <laughs> And she says, she makes some comment that the sixth queen might come. Yeah. Because they're, they're talking about, like, who else can help. And she's like, the queen might come. I'm like, what? And then she's like, the sixth queen, the cursed queen. 
And they're like, what the fuck? And she's like, she's a firebird. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? And then they realize that she's not just rambling, but that she's a seer. Mm-hmm. And that the cauldron made her into a seer. Yeah. And that all these random things she's been saying that don't make any sense are just because they're basically riddles of the future. Right. Um, or present. Yeah. Or they're, they're, they're very literal. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, if you look at it, it's like, no, she's telling you exactly what it is. It just... You just don't understand but the context, the sense. time, and what yeah. it's about. But I think yeah. even I think it's Cassian that's like the six queens alive because they just all assume the six queen was dead. Right. When she the other queens up. were like, like the six not queens sick. not sick. Yeah. Like the implication is that she is dead. Yeah. You know, and so but no, she's been cursed somewhere, but she might show up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay. So then, um, unexpectedly. Because I guess this is never expected. If it's if it's expected, you're doing a bad job. But Hybern unexpectedly attacks Adriata, which is the summer court, which is where Tarquin, our yeah. I will say beloved high lord, who's yes, so I young and like sweet. Yeah. He's just a sweetie, and he doesn't know anything. <laughs> and what's the the other guy? Var- Varian. Varian. Okay. Yeah, and he's gonna call him Prince Varian. The guy from Game of Thrones, Varys. Uh, That's Varys. a different guy. So. Varys is different, you guys. <laughs> he's not a eunuch. He's no, not, we don't think different. he's a eunuch. No, 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 we know he's not a eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> he's Amarin definitely knows. not a eunuch. Yeah. No. So Varian basically get, is the one that gets word to yeah, Amarin that there's attack on the summer court. And to get out. And to get, yeah. Prepare well, yourself. I mean, they're yeah, to like prepare yourself. Because he doesn't so, expect them to come. No, no. he's just he's warning not, them. He's not saying, help us come now. No, he's just yeah. warning them. Yeah. Right. But because, like, Reese is Reese and Cass and Cass and yep. Zaz and Zaz and Favre is Favre. He had to like, know. They were and more. Come. And more is more. They all go. So everyone shows up. And Hybern is there. And also Reese wants to, like, kill Hybern. So they basically save the Summer Court's ass mm-hmm. and Tarquin's ass, who's, like, hold up, like, yeah. by himself, like, with his guards. Yeah. Like, he apparently is powerless. I don't know. But don't he's know. very scared. And Feyre and more go in and, like, save him. Yeah. You know? And, like, um, other people, like... Mm-hmm. The, the servants. Yeah, that's what it is. I was like, is it, there's some disparity between like who's being saved? Because and in, yes, Adriata, the, the servants aren't supposed to make themselves seen, and that's so right. they glamour themselves so no one sees them hustling and bustling around making the place work. Yeah, but here but they no are being yeah. like raped and you. beaten and murdered by Hybern's forces because yeah. they're monsters. And so they, like, murder a whole bunch of them and then, like, arm the women that are, like, being that's abused. Right. And they're, like, finish them off. You yeah. know, which they do <laughs> gladly. So it's very empowering. So, yeah. So Reese, although they have the blood rubies still out for them, go yes. to summer court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, save their ass. And then, like, camp a night there. Yeah. And Tarquin wasn't really happy with them. No, Tarquin's still, like, mad. He's, <laughs> he like, He also didn't understand whatever. why they were there. Right. He didn't yeah. know that his – he doesn't know till later, too. Yeah. Like, he has no clue for a long time. Is it at the cousin, meeting? I'm trying to remember when he tells him that. I think it's at, yeah, maybe at a meeting or towards okay. the very end. It's, like, way later in the book that he finds out that. That he's the one that said Yeah. That. So, I mean, Varian's the one that said anything. Yeah. So. so, sometime between now and, like, later the High Lord's meeting, luckily Tarquin withdraws the blood rubies. Yeah. Which, there's not really anything to that, except for there's no longer a warrant out for right. that. You know, which or is murder. nice. Which hey, is you nice. saved us. I guess I won't kill you. I guess I won't kill yeah. you because you saved us. <laughs> Whatever. Thanks, guys. Um, but also, I still think it's dumb at that point, because he has to know why they took the book. Like, you would think he would understand why they took it. You would think at least at the High Lord meeting you would figure I mean, it out. But, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, he does at the High Lord. At the meeting, he's like, okay. Which we'll get to in a second. But <laughs> it, I just think it's stupid that he's so upset about it. 
Um, yes. Probably so. just because he's like, you hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings on Tarquin. <laughs> oh, Tarquin. I liked you. So, like, basically right after they get back, is like, we need to go back to the bone carver, like, immediately. And mm-hmm. without saying anything, it's just her and Reese go now. Yeah. To the bone carver. Um, and so she asks, and Reese, like, stays in the hallway all, like, moody, you know, like, he's like, I'm not even going in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Feyre's like, you need to pick another object. Oh, sorry. The Ouroboros, or whatever it is. Ouroboros. Thank you, Alicia, for my drinks. Alicia's doing our refills over here. <laughs> um, margarita refill. Oh, yeah, because when they're at the night court, yeah. they ask. and She has care for the mirror. Here is like, well, sure, you'll go insane. Yeah. Right? Because right. yeah, like, like, no like, one can take it. if you want it. You <laughs> yeah. Know? But apparently looking in the mirror harbors everyone insane. Yeah. Or they kill themselves. Like, it just dra- yeah. it makes you crazy, yeah. you know? And so Care's like, yeah, if you want it, it's yours. Like, I don't care, you know? So she goes back to the bone carver, and she's like, pick another object. And he's like, the only other thing I'd want is your firstborn. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's when she realizes, or more appropriately, Reese realizes, that the little boy that Feyre pictures the bone carver as is their future child. child. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. You know? And so she's like, well, no. And he's like, then bring me the mirror. And she's like, yeah. whatever. And then she leaves. Yeah. And I don't know and that it's important. Him a chicken bone. <laughs> I don't know that it's super that important. But I think in this meeting or the first one, we learn about how the weaver is his sister. Oh, yeah. And there's another death god on the east coast that turns people into firebirds. Yes. Go figure. That has something to do with something later. The queen of Vasa. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I th- we find that out, and he's like, I don't want to escape because I don't like them, and they'll kill me. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want I don't want you to break me out of here. I want this mirror. Yeah, I think it's later that he uh, says that. I don't think he wants okay. to make sure that she's that if she's who he's going to fight for and leave his very comfortable cell that he chose right. to be in, he wants to make sure she's worth it. No, that, I mean, well, that then. does come it's then because that's later. Yeah, and that's yeah. after. Yeah, because so, she tried. That's that was her original proposal. I think like I'll just set you free. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's like, I think yeah. that was the first the first being with Cassian, and he's yeah. like, he's like, I, he's like, do you think this prison's what's keeping me here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can leave I'm, if I want to. I'm a death this god. This is a cush place right now. He's yeah. like, I ca- choose to be bones. here. I, I carved <laughs> a big door for myself. Like I'm good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> props to the bone carver for knowing who you are. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like, my sister, the weaver, is fucking crazy. I don't want any yeah, part of that. Yeah, I don't want her around you me. <laughs> and all that stuff. He's she thinks like, I'm dead? That's great. And he says yeah. that he's an, he, the weaver is his twin, and he says that he is another sibling that's powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all death gods, and he doesn't want to be a part of any of it. Yeah. So that's why he's in the prison on purpose. Yeah. So... Anyway, so basically once they get back, it's time to go to the High Lord meeting. And this is, like, really small, but they go into, like, the um, – because in – when we were at last book, when we were in Adriata, we saw their, like, crown jewels, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, all the riches of the summer court or whatever. So now that they're in – Is it Dawn? Or Dawn Court. Is that – Well, I think the meeting's in Dawn Court, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's not where I'm going, though. But, yes. I oh, think it's like sorry. Court. Yeah. No. But so they go in the, – because – Feyre needs to pick her own crown. Oh, okay, yeah. And so because this is her first meeting with other high lords as the high lady. Right. And, and they're choosing to be themselves and not yeah, to be the scary people that re- that face that he always puts on or that mask. Yeah. They're choosing to present themselves as they truly are. So yeah. they want to make a good impression. True. I mean, except for, I mean, 
Reese has already made his impression, so it's kind of trying to convince people of who he is not, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, she's convinced them to go as, like, who they actually are, but she has to pick her crown as a high lady. Mm-hmm. And so and that's when they emerge as Night Triumphant and Stars Eternal, which is, like, referenced in every, like, fandom of this so far. So it's, like, yeah. one line, and it's very empowering. Mm-hmm. So, and my favorite thing is before they go in, Reese instructs Vera that you bow to no one. And also, Nesta comes along, because Nesta didn't want any part of oh, this. Oh, she didn't want to, Yeah. Yeah, she didn't want to go tell her story to the other High Lords. Right. But after Pharaoh went and fought for Adriata, mm-hmm. and she was like, why did you go? And Pharaoh's like, people needed me, so I went. Right. Like, it makes Nesta change her mind, and she and doesn't she, want to be a coward. She has been training with this point at Amran, right? With Amran, yeah. But, yeah. so they thought, they were like, oh yeah, come to this meeting. And she was really against it until that point. Exactly. So, so they go to the meeting. Um, everyone arrives. So all the High Lords arrive. And except for Tamlin, and everyone's kind of like, we're all good. You know, yeah. and then Tamlin does arrive, and he's mm. a complete ass. Yeah. Real asshole. And he, like, says some stupid shit about, like, Feyre, and he's making, like, sexual comments about her. Yeah. Trying to get a rise out of Reese or Feyre, yeah. you know. And as it's just like, be careful how you speak about my high lady, which is, like, one of the most quoted, like, as lines. <clears throat> and then uh, Tamlin's just like, oh, I see why you went to that court, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you asked me about that. Yeah. Go and he's, figure. He's like, now I know why you did that, you know? And then Reese just silences Tamlin, which is like my favorite yeah. thing. Because Tamlin's just running his mouth. And I think it's even, I don't remember if it's, I think it's Helion that's just kind of like, all right, Tamlin, your personal matters are not why we're here today, right. you know? Right. Like, shut up, you know? And then Reese just silences him and takes away his ability to speak. And he's just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's like a subtle reminder that Reese is more powerful than everyone in that room. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So Thiessen mentions that he, who's another High Lord, mentions that he's an anecdote against Feybane mm-hmm. that they've created, which of course this is before Tamlin's silence, and Tamlin's like, "I'm not going to take it." Of course. And everyone's like, "Okay, cool, we don't care <laughs> about yeah. you, Tamlin." Um, but then I don't remember. So there's two fights at this meeting and there's supposed to be no fights like everyone's supposed to be in good behavior right and i think it's as that breaks first yep yeah within attacks eris right yeah yeah because eris says some snide remark to more mm. or about more and as just like kicks his ass um and it's amazing and then pharaoh gets him uh pharaoh gets baron yeah. no no but i mean like after as is like as is like going to town and beating eris up and Reese is like, okay, Az, like, stop. And he's not listening. Yeah. And then, like, he kind of motions to Farah, and she goes, and she puts her hand on his shoulders, and everyone's, like, scared to death of Az. Yeah. And she's like, okay, like, stop. Right. Come sit next to me. And then he, like, gets up and, like, you know, that kind of, like, changes the atmosphere for everyone in that room. Yeah. I love Az. Yeah, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's cool, and everyone's catty as bitches. Um, and then Baron, who is the worst, who's Lucian's dad and Eris's dad and, mm-hmm. like, the High Lord of Autumn Court, and he, like, abuses his wife, and yeah. she's there, and this poor woman is in an abusive relationship. Yeah. And he's just, Baron's the worst. So he's insulting Reese, and he's, like, digging into Reese, and he's, like, pulling all of Reese's cards and, like, trying to get him. And then he calls her, calls him Amaranthus whore, and this is when Feyre loses it. And yep. she just explodes fire at him. Mm-hmm. And now it's opposite. Because one, Feyre is supposed to be keeping her superpowers under wraps. Okay? Yeah. yeah, she's like, exposing herself. No <laughs> one is supposed to know that she has these abilities. Even Tamlin is on board with this. You yeah. know, like, Tamlin's not giving away that secret, you know? Yeah. Um, But, and, and like, Eris gets burnt. Like, Baron barely shields himself in time. 
and she's like drowning out his power like Baron's power like she's winning yeah and then like basically Reese just like steps in and like whisks her away and he's like all right dear calm down yeah he's like his insults don't mean anything like he's a sad angry man like whatever but so um but then Baron insults Farah and Reese just like knocks him on his ass (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I guess it goes both ways. Like, yeah. just don't. And he's like, don't ever talk about my mate like that again. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. everyone's just very protective of each other, which is yeah. detrimental to the whole reason as to why we're here, which is not just to fight with each other, but to, like, right. unite against Highburn. So Baron gets up to leave, and he's like, good luck with Highburn, you know. But then Nesta has one of these moments where she steps up, yeah. and she makes a speech about how they're all there is to defeat Highburn and mm-hmm. how they need to unite and, you know, and, and Farrah's just, like, hating that she's fucked this whole thing up at this point. Right. Like, even, like, they asked Tamlin, like, you knew she had powers? And Tamlin's like, I didn't say, I don't know. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, I didn't see how this was relevant. Here. You yeah. know? Um, and so, like, even Tamlin's like, I don't know, what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so Nesta makes a very compelling argument, but Baron still leaves, you know? Yeah. So afterward, they kind of, like, I love Helion. Like, I would... Like, if we can get Helian more in these books, like, yeah, yeah I, like, I like, he's good. He's like, keeps trying to have like a three way with like more and Cassie and Azriel. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, especially more and Cassie. And like, yeah. he's just like so like slutty. Like, I love him so much, yeah. you know. <laughs> but he's just like, let's all have sex. And then like, more goes to his bed later, you know, like, so it kind of works. But, um, they have this conversation, and while they're talking about it, it gets revealed that Helian used to have a like an affair basically with Baron's wife. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. And that he loved her. And basically, like, she was it for him, you know. But she was already married to Baron. He's a total douche. Yeah. And then Baron found out, and they had to cut it off. And he was afraid that Baron was going to kill her, but she didn't. And Farrah pieces it together, which this is one of my favorite parts of this entire book. Yeah. Like, Alicia knows, like, when I read it, I was so excited. Yeah. Like, um, and Reese is just like, whatever face she's making, Reese is like, whatever you just figured out, keep it to yourself. Yeah. And she just sends down the bond, like, Helion is Lucian's father. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, holy fucking hell, or whatever it is. Like, yeah. He's like, oh my God. He's like, how have I never figured this out? And she's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it seems obvious. Yeah. And that's why Baron's always such a dick to Lucian. Yeah. Probably because he suspects it at least. At mm-hmm. least suspects it. At least, at least it's suspected. And this, it doesn't really have anything to do with now, except for it means that if it's true, which we believe it is, uh, Lucian is Helion's only heir mm-hmm. to what, Dawn Court? Yes. When, yeah, the yeah. Court of Dawn. Is he Dawn? Yeah. He's Dawn. Yeah. He's Dawn. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Instead of Autumn Court. So heirs can like have Autumn Court. <laughs> yeah. We don't care about Autumn Court. We don't even care about Autumn Court. Sounds like Dawn Court's prettier anyway. It does sound like Dawn Court's really pretty. I think Aeris suspects it too. Nothing that's ever con- like conveyed in the book per se. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about Aeris' character. Of, I kind of think he does because this isn't really a spoiler, but we find out later that um, the whole situation with Moore and yeah. everything. Um, no, not with Moore, sorry. Um, Lucian. With Lucian when he was fleeing so his father didn't have him murdered as his other brothers came for him mm-hmm. was that Eris was getting like you know tortured for like defying his father's orders but he also notified Tamlin that he needed shelter yeah. so like he's not yeah, so he's he an asshole him. but he's got moments like he, he didn't want to see his brother completely that confuses dead. me like yeah. sometimes it's like wait is he playing the long game asshole too yeah but yeah, like, is this a face that he wears right too? because yeah. the, he, a couple times he says something to more like you have no idea 
yeah. or something. And, like, he ne- he didn't actually, from my understanding, he did nothing to physically hurt her during her previous thing, but he just didn't help her. Yeah. And he ordered them not to help her. Yeah. I think that was it. But I don't remember. I don't think he nailed the spikes in her. But... I think it was his her family that yeah. said, like, she's yours now yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah. But yeah, like, and you're right because I was going to bring. I that. mean, it's still terrible. But yeah. Yeah. did he know something? I think yeah. I think that I they I know. think the parent her parents or her dad did nail that to her. Yeah, and dropped her off there, but he just didn't take her in. Yeah, but also like yeah, but I feel like I said he may have some redeeming qualities. We might yeah. learn more, but I feel like. I think he may also secretly know that Lucian isn't his actual like Possibly. full brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd and be maybe that adds to less yeah. threat. You know what I mean? I mean like, they're still brothers, but yeah, yeah. half brother. You know, but not full brother. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, but yeah. And so I feel like Eris's character. I want more of Eris's character. Yeah, yeah. I I'm curious because I was going to bring up the thing that he says to Moore that he's like, "You have no idea what happened then." Yeah, like, he's like, "You don't know what cost I paid or whatever." Right. Like, yeah, there's more to the story that Moore doesn't know, and Moore doesn't want to hear it. Understandably, yeah, you know, cause she was tortured. You know, but we don't know what Eris's involvement was. Eris tells. Feyre that he like or tell someone that he saved Lucian mm-hmm. and helped him get to Springcourt yeah. you know and so Eris doesn't seem when he talks at least that he has done all of these horrible things you know right. like or that he's trying to make the best of what horrible things are happening right. yeah. you know so I would like to see more of that but maybe we will because that's one of my unnamed things that we're going to talk about in the yeah. next podcast so <laughs> Anyway, so, but back to our meeting. <laughs> yeah. um, after Nesta's speech, and then we find out that Helian is Lucian's father, probably. Um, Nesta is, like, not feeling well. Like, she's yeah. like, something's wrong, like, whatever. And they, like, do all the searches. So, like, everything's fine here in Helian's castle. Like, we're all good, you know? And then the next day, when they wake up, Hybern has destroyed the wall. Yeah. Aren't they back in the middle of a meeting and she, like, starts screaming or something? Yeah, something like and, that. And, like, collapses and everyone's and like, what's going on? Yeah, so it starts at night when they're sleeping is when she starts saying something's wrong. And then, yeah, yeah they get the it during morning. the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the next morning that Hybern destroys the wall. And basically what Nesta was feeling was the cauldron mm-hmm. being awoken. Yeah. You know? And so... Feyre, um, so basically Feyre then, or Feyre takes Amran to make the deal with Braxis, right? Which is the monster in the library. Yeah. Who is the brother of the bone carver. I'm trying to call him Brexit. 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 Wait, no, he's, he's not, not the brother, brother of the bone carver. I thought he was because no. I was talking about family It's reunions. the firebird one that's oh. his brother. Okay, so yeah. he's the brother of the firebird. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's no, just the, some other is big The firebird Bryaxis? is the bone. How do you say it? I think it Horrible. is Bryaxis. I like Bryaxis. Bryaxis, yeah. yeah. So basically, Feyre takes Amran because Amran can understand the wards and stuff. Yeah. Um, and she, Feyre goes down and it's like, I don't like to be summoned. And she's like, I'm making a, I'm fulfilling my deal with you. I'm talking to you. Yes, you know? yeah. Let's talk. This is what you asked for. Yeah. And it's like, fine. You know, <laughs> obviously, Bryaxis doesn't want to talk to Feyre. Yeah. You know, but she's like, what do you want to fight for us? You know? And he's like, I get to kill everyone. And she's like, you get to kill everyone. That's on, on Highburn's side. side yeah. On Highburn's side. And it's like, I just want a window. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I want, Because like, there again, it's like, I don't want to go anywhere. The library's nice. I love yeah. the library, so I get that. Yeah. It's like, I like the library. You know, he's like, I just kind of want, like, what are those windows? Skylights. Yeah. I just want a oh, skylight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, people. No, I just well, want Well, and I feel like skylight. at first, doesn't she, doesn't it say something just like, that's all. I want to see the what? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I thought it was just something like I want to. 
I want to see the sky or something. And she's yeah. like, really? A window? Really? That's all you want? Yeah, maybe it's like the sky or the moon or yeah. something. And she's like, are you serious? This is all okay. you want? And Amron's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, right? Stop talking. <laughs> this is all he wants is a damn window. Give him a damn window. <laughs> So after this, and I feel bad because I obviously am human, and I'm like, I don't care about this. So after they make the deal with Braxis, she tells she tells Reese that she made this deal. Yeah. And Reese is like, I can give the poor monster a window. Like, I don't care. You know? Yeah. <laughs> fine. You know? Fine with me. Um, so, but they go to the human lands to try and save people. And they're trying to figure out what is the best way to save these vulnerable humans from Hybern's army. And the best solution that anyone can come up with, and all these magical and smart people, is to hide them with Grayson in his castle, which yeah. I feel like Reese could snap apart at any point with like his magic and just missed everyone, but right. fine. Magic castle. So <laughs> so they go and this is like This is Elaine's like first time seeing him again, right? Yeah. So Elaine goes and they glamour her so she looks human or whatever. Yeah. Um and so I have written down Elaine's fiance is a dick. But when they get when they get there, Jurian's there and they're like, what? And he's like, hey, dummies, I'm a double totally agent. I'm on your side. I'm working with the humans. I'm totally on your side. He's like, Reese, why didn't you search my mind? And Reese is like, I didn't want to see Amarantha. And he's like, well, that makes sense. But if you <laughs> had, you would see that I'm not on Hybern's side at all. Although it did seem that way when he was really willing for Reese to get killed by Hybern last book. But fine. I now, still don't Reese, understand the whole Durian thing and why Hybern thought it was a good idea to bring him back. I still think it's... Dumb. That's the one plot hole to me in this whole series. But I anyway. would completely agree yeah. with you. Jurian's confusing. For yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. I would completely agree. And I hope we get more clarity on Jurian in the future. Yeah. So, um, and, but Jurian does tell them, like, after your meeting yesterday with the High Lords, Tamlin went straight back to Highburn mm-hmm. to, to tell him everything you guys talked about, basically. Yeah. Um, and Elaine's fiance is a dick. I would just stand by that. <laughs> and he's very rude to her and yeah. wants her to take off the ring and, like, screams at her. And it's very traumatizing for poor Elaine. Yeah. Um, so, basically, after this point, like, Highburn's Burg of the Wall, like, fighting begins. And to me, I'm sorry. Like, in spite of the Battle of Winterfall, yes, like, last Sunday's episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Battle is, like, the least interesting thing to me in books. <laughs> like, I, whatever. And it's hard to write. Like, I had to write, like, a battle scene. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is boring. But, you know, I was like. <laughs> more sex. I'm just kidding. More sex. <laughs> more, just be like more the Dothraki. Just go have sex and then go back to fighting. That's, That's right. more exci- Make it more exciting for me. <laughs> um, but basically, Cassian starts leading their armies against Highburn, uh, where they think they are. Uh, but then, of course, Highburn, like, moves his armies to attack somewhere else, like, against, like, the Winter Court line or something. And they're all confused. So they, like, basically do a glamour so it doesn't look like they're moving their forces. Um, but they need to find out where his actual armies are going to attack, you know? And as there atta- as there's an actual battle going, Feyre's like, you know what? I'm going to go find the cereal right now. Yeah. <laughs> I love the cereal. The cereal is the biggest tea spiller in Printhian. Yeah, um, true. But so she's like, the cereal will have these answers. So she doesn't tell Moore this. Moore is basically, Moore's job is, like, to protect Feyre. Yeah. Um, and she lies to Moore and is like, you're needed down there. Yeah. You don't need me. Because I think they saw Cassian start to get hurt, right? Yeah. Cassian's yeah. getting At hurt. At least the start of it. Yeah. And so she lies to Moore. Moore goes to help Cassian. And Feyre leaves. Um, or she thinks she's going to be, like, at this little tent area safe and sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the cereal. Oh, the cereal. 
<laughs> and um and oh she uses Elaine to find the cereal. That makes sense because yeah. Elaine can like see things or whatever. So yeah. she uses Elaine to find where it's to at. scry, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She makes somebody scry at some point. She makes what? Sorry. She makes somebody scry at some point. Scry? I think it was this point. Like they brought her like bones and she threw it. Is that a different oh, yes, thing? No, that's right. You were correct. Yeah. That is, I think that's after this, and okay. that's Nesta when they find where the cauldron is. The yes, cauldron, sorry, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was like, what? Yeah, so basically she finds a cereal, um, and the cereal's like in like, what is it called? The middle? It's yeah. near the weaver. Where the weaver is, yeah. Yeah, so she's like, ah, oh, God, back to these woods. Yeah. You know? Uh, but so she immediately finds the, cer- the cereal, and the cereal's like, Hybron has his armies cloaked, and even I don't know where it is. Sorry. Uh, but it's like, but the cereal tells her that Nesta can track the cauldron. She's capable of tracking the cauldron mm-hmm. because she has a part of the cauldron in her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Feyre asks about the, the Ouroboros mirror <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And, you know, she's like, well, I go crazy looking at it. And the cereal tells her that only Feyre can decide what breaks her. You know, she's like, mm-hmm. it's like, only you can decide what breaks you. Um, and then it also mentions which pages of the book for Aaron to put together, which seems like yeah. very specific details. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. put page two with page two to 24 and you'll figure it out. Yeah. You know? Um, and um, and then, like, after that, it is unfortunately shot with an ash arrow by Ianthe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he admits that he knew that they've been tracking him mm-hmm. and his yes. magic. Yes. Because, oh, the so important note, the serial has a new cloak from the last time that, mm-hmm. that Farrah saw him. And that cloak was given by Ianthe, and it had a like a tracking spell on it. Yeah. So, um, so now being chased by Ianthe and two of these hybrid goons that are with her. So two of these hybrid guards are chasing her. So Farah runs to the Weaver's cottage because she's a freaking genius. Yeah. And like goes inside, and the Weaver's like, "What have you brought me?" And she's <laughs> like, "Dinner." And so Ianthe and the guards blindly run inside. And I was like, how does Ianthe not know about the weaver? I know. Who you knows? Know? Because yeah. she probably just, she's so self-important. She doesn't she think it matters. It yeah. Like, like, I'm yeah. too beautiful for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So they run in and Feyre traps them with the weaver and then the weaver eats them alive. Yeah. Yep. And it's very satisfying. And then Helion comes and rescues Feyre from there. And I'm confused as to how Helion shows up, but you're correct. Helion comes and they, rescues They, like, try Feyre. to explain it somehow. I yeah. feel like he was, like, sent to search like for because more realized... That yeah. she wasn't where she was or something yeah. like that. So he went out looking. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. He had actually made a deal with the Weaver prior on Reese's behalf. Oh, yeah. The, oh, he was yeah. doing on Reese's behalf. I know that. Yeah. And Reese that's when he stumbled upon that's her. right, yeah. And yeah. then she had him, like, you know, help with the cereals. Like, burying the cereal. Burying yeah. the cereal, essentially. Burning giving his last rites. Yeah. 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 And so. so in Helion, she makes him give her the cereal his cloak. Yeah. yeah, which is very sweet, but also cold. So anyway, Helian takes her yeah. back to that camp. <laughs> also, like, hey, g- give me your cloak. I'm gonna burn it. Real quick. It's like covered in <laughs> I'm diamonds. I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna he's burn like, it. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Helian's great because he doesn't question it. He just yeah, he's it. just like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. So Cassian's hurt when they get back. He's like a big old wound, mm-hmm. and Moore is furious with Farah, and this pissed. really upset me because Moore has absolute right to be mad at Farah. Yeah. She lied to her. Mm-hmm. She has every right to be mad at her. And then, because Farah has no argument back at all, yeah. she throws Moore's a love life in her face. Yeah. She's an asshole. This it's, was real dumb. And, like, Farah with Reese did this a lot in book two. Yeah. Wherever Reese would, like, open his soul to her, and yeah. she would just, like, rip it down and, like, throw stuff in his face and be super mean. Yeah. Um, and that was really hard for all of us reading the book. Yeah. Um, because it would be like, he's trying so hard, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. And there's a meme that's 
uh, Reese with the inner circle when Favorite doesn't love him. And it's like yeah. one person being hugged by everyone else. <laughs> because he's like, I can be your friend. You can trust me. You can talk to me. And she's like, you're an asshole. And he's like, oh, <laughs> rough. And she's like, no one wants your broken life. And he's like, oh, that burns. You know? like, <laughs> Yeah. And so... This is one of those moments where she throws Moore's love life in her face, and she's yeah. like, she's like, how dare you talk to me about honesty when you lie to all of us every day about how you feel about Cassian so and Azrael, which is fucked up because you don't know how she feels. Yeah, you have she no, has clue. no clue. You have no clue. You have no idea how she feels. Yeah. So whatever. That's really upsetting to me because I love Moore. So anyway, yeah. and it's just a dick move. I think yeah. that is like, just shows how much that like. Feyre can be like Nesta in a lane where <laughs> yeah. it's like she doesn't know tech and also yeah. it's just like she doesn't know how to well, always work well around each other because she was parents. yeah yeah I mean. no that's what I mean though like she doesn't know how to like emotionally like deal with those situations so she yeah. lashes out in anger yeah. also she she's lashes very out young. how to hurt and that's all she does also she's like 20 so I guess yeah. we should like emotional intelligence wise like yeah I mean we can't have a flawless main character honestly, no we but can't but everybody she's... can't be an Arya Exactly. <laughs> Not everyone's an Arya Stark, you guys. No shit. Stick them with a pointy end. Oh, I so, just want to watch it again. It's so good. <laughs> I watch it now. <laughs> so okay. So um. So after that, then they go. She goes to Nesta, and that's when she does the bones or whatever, and yeah, throws it, yeah, and she yeah. finds where Hybern's forces are. Um. And they find out that they're right outside of the human realm by her family's estate. And I was like, isn't this where they showed you when you were like? at the wall and they're like this is where we're gonna attack and you were like i'm gonna go back to the night court now yeah like isn't that where it was i didn't think about that oh uh, fresh <laughs> uh maybe yeah. it was a different part of the wall but it seemed very close but so then it doesn't matter because hybrid captures elaine yeah. at this point with like the cauldrons calling to nesta or whatever mm-hmm. and they uh, nesta's like elaine and they go check on her and Nesta elaine's just fucking gone you know well, because when they so I'm trying to think. So when Nesta and um, Pharaoh were looking for the cauldron, they basically were there, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the cauldron could sense them. Yes. And therefore knew where they were. Yeah, like, the cauldron spied back on them, yeah. basically. Yeah, so that's how they knew where to come get Elaine. Yes, but yeah. for some reason they take Elaine, who did not take part of the cauldron. Either Probably way, because she was more easy, easy to get to. Because <laughs> yeah, they used a fake correct. Grayson, yeah. and he's like, I love you. And she's like, okay. I love you, let's get married. <laughs> a little child, so I easy didn't. to pick up and take, and yeah. no one notices right. until it's too late. I didn't take yeah. off my iron engagement ring. So, I still okay. love you, and I hate so, what I am. This part's interesting, because then Farrah and Az go back to get Elaine. And Farrah disguises herself as Ianthe, because mm-hmm. no one knows Ianthe is dead. Right. Um, and then, like, this is ugh, another, like, and this is horrible of me probably to say, but when they show up, like, you're going to see horrible things when you're in Hybrid's camp. Right. That's just Obviously. a fact. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a fact. you think she should have left the girl? Is that what mm-hmm. you're going to say? Yes. Because yeah. they show up and they're torturing this poor human girl. And that's horrible. But as we know, this is kind of their whole deal. Yeah. You know? And they're like, we're here to get Elaine. You know? And and even they find Jurian. And Jurian knows who she is. And Jurian's like, you can only get one of them. And Azriel's like, we can only get one of them. And Favor's like, we're taking both. Yeah, you don't leave without both. Well, luckily they don't. Yeah. But they almost don't make it because they get both. So basically they rescue Elaine and they rescue this random ass human. (laughs) Um, And as a running away, like, as has Elaine and Farrah has this human girl and she has to use her wings that she's not good at flying yet. Yeah. And as she's like trying to fly like a baby bat, luckily Tamlin, and I say, 
luckily Tamlin, the yeah. fact that I said the word luckily Tamlin at all, <laughs> luckily Tamlin helps them escape by turning to his beast form yeah. and basically stopping Hybern's forces from getting to her. Mm-hmm. And like boosting them with the, uh, like a boost a wind. of like yeah. wind from like yes. the spring court. Magic you know? spring yeah. wind. Yeah. Yes, thanks Tamlin. So um, Tamlin, as we know, still loves Feyre. It's super fucked up, but yeah. still like... We should not need to depend on Tamlin in our time of need. But luckily, they get back, and, like, her wings give out, luckily, and she's able to winnow them back. Can yeah. I just say something, though, real quick? So as they're going away, like, they cut through, like, the barrier or whatever you want to call it, magical barrier. Uh-huh. And as her and As went through, you also see Tamlin leap through just in time before it's taken over by the forces. Okay. But you don't know where right. he's at after that. You don't know, like, if he goes into hiding. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he does right. escape, so you assume. Good yeah. call. He does escape the camp. Yeah, yeah, that he's not going straight back to Highburn. So. But you assume he's going to remain in his court where Highburn is anyway. Yeah. Um, but on. so, But who knows? But so luckily when they get back with Elaine, Moore is kind of, like, calmed down, even though she's not the one that I think needs to apologize. She's not. And yeah. she confesses to Feyre that although she sleeps with men like Helion, like Feyre just witnessed and Cassian, that she prefers the company of females, and that's why she's never slept with Asriel, because she knows how Az feels about her. Yeah. And she knows that when she slept with Cassian so, so, so long ago, that it didn't mean anything to either of them. Right. But if she slept with Az, it would mean the world to him. And so she's never slept with Az. Yeah. And so, but she also doesn't feel like she can tell anyone that she prefers me. women because of, like, the stigma and her family it's and the court. It's just so weird to me. Which is weird because, because like, Reese doesn't give a damn. Yeah, none of them would give a damn. I mean, no As would, would just because. As would always. He would get her, but he feelings. would want her to be happy. Exactly. Yeah. I think As would be like maybe shocked and maybe a yeah. little hurt that like he would never have a chance, but then right. he would be over it because he loves he her. To be happy. And would love her as a sister. And there are and other friend. precedents of this, yeah. like yeah. one of the High Lords. Has a uh, lover, yeah, yeah, a winged lover. Yeah, <laughs> they're not mated, which is so and it's not then, like it's super uncommon. What's the other one, the Muriel. Uh, oh, the, the Dorian people with the two. Yeah, females. and like they tell the story of. Yeah, you learn that later, but yeah, there's be multiple. Be this girl, whatever. Yeah, yeah. same yeah. sex relationships out there. <laughs> yes, and so, but still, more doesn't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Her decision to who she tells, and she's told no one ever, and so she tells. Uh, Feyre, and I feel like she's telling Feyre basically to get her off her back, but yeah. also to like, which is shitty. Not a, sh- a true normal, like, I want to confide in you about my deep, dark secrets. Yeah. I'm scared. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, and again, I don't know that this is important, but I think this comes in in this conversation when she says she did have a relationship once with mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. ancestor of the Golden Queen, the which queen, died, yeah, yeah trying mm-hmm. to protect, well, trying to help them, I guess. Which is so sad. Yeah. Because she was in love. Yeah. And, but, you know, responsibility and duty. Well, and by and the time she decided to go back for her, yeah. the wall got up. And yeah. they had, she had like a and baby. she had a baby. Yeah. And she was married. So herself. she knew she had already moved on to do her duty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, duty's stupid. So anyway, but, you know. <laughs> Human lives are short, though. That is correct. Know. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so after that, Amran excitedly claims now that this information from the surreal has been provided, yeah. uh, that she knows how to stop Hybern's whole forces with the book. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Feyre goes to retrieve the Ouroboros smear. Um, and she sees this beast that appears to attack her, but then she realizes that it's really the beast within herself 
that she sees in the mirror. Yeah. Which is fucked up and trippy. Yeah. Kind of has like dragon-like qualities. It's like scaly and gross. Yeah. But also it's like the beasts that are on the High Lord's chair that are carved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like Reese turns into. Yeah, it's like a combination of things, but yeah. yeah. So she takes the mirror to the bone carver. And then the bone carver is like, I just asked you to get me this mirror so I could see if you yeah. were worth it. Yeah. If you were worthy of my help. And yeah. you are, so I'll help you. That's literally the only reason. He's uh-huh. like, thanks for my mirror. Yeah. <laughs> you I know? don't want it now. Thank you. Bye. Um, so then the actual, like, the real battle begins. Like, not the battle that Cassian almost died in. The real battle begins now yeah. against Hybern. And we have the Weaver, the Bone Carver, and Braxis all unleashed on Hybern's forces. Reese is just like misting the army, and he didn't know that she got the bone carver right because like right yeah. before it happened, she's like, "I got you a mating well not a wedding gift, a mating gift. I got you a mating gift." And then like he shows up and he's like, "I got you one too." And he brought the weaver. Yes, yeah. yeah they like uncloaked all three beasts. Yeah, their gifts are like, monsters. Ta-da. Yeah, love. <laughs> I love this book. So anyway, <laughs> so and then as they're fighting, like. The Hybern uses the cauldron to like kill the armies mm-hmm. or whatever, but um, Nesta senses it, yeah, and she saves Cassian from just getting like wiped off the face of the earth, yeah. Um, and then, um, so the fighting's ongoing, like, this is just like, like, fighting's happening, like, whatever. Um, Amran and Pharaoh are trying to get to the cauldron. At first, they were all gonna go, oh, they're all yeah. three gonna go, all three the, sisters and Amran were gonna go, yeah. then Amran said that since. Pharaoh's able to retrieve the Orbors that her sisters could stay where they were, mm-hmm. that she was strong enough just the two of them could to go to the cauldron themselves. And so, and also during this, uh, the human queen Vasa arrives with her ship armies, Lucian and the Archeron sisters' father, mm-hmm. the Prince of Merchants. Yeah. So her dad, who's just been MIA since book one when she gets like taken by Tamlin, Mm-hmm. And it's just been off doing deals on the continent or whatever. Um, has actually been building a, like an army with the queen of the queen of Vasa, yeah, and the human armies to like fight this war. So they come and they basically like help save everyone's ass as well. I'd also like to note before we get too far off of that mm-hmm. is that her father named the three ships after yeah. his daughter. So yeah. he was riding it on, like, Nesta's boat. Yeah. I like that you're like, it's a big deal. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But Her also... Her dad sucks. No, no he, I... It was a sweet, like, obviously he wasn't a great father, but, like, yeah. he was trying. Yeah. I wish and we would have had more time with him after yeah, this. Because they said that he, I guess, like, had been to a meeting and had learned something about what was actually going on. And so he, yeah. like, went to investigate it. And then Queen Vasa got permission from her, um, what's the word? No, it's not a monster. He's like a warlock of sorts. Whatever you want to call him. Either way, to come and fight in this battle and to have, like, reprieve and everything like that, you know. I don't feel like her dad deserves my time of day um, (laughs) because he was shit. I wanted to point out. And whatever. If you're a bad dad, you're a bad dad. That's whatever it is. So, yeah, he tries to make it up last minute. I don't really shed any tears. 
people in other things murder many people and then they turn around and then they're fine Jamie Lannister and you love Jamie Lannister I do love, I do love Jamie Lannister Jamie Lannister was this guy was just a shit dad and then he rescued them and then died for them well, don't, don't think that he's attractive like Susan, like Jamie Lannister with his bum leg he's not Jamie Lannister he doesn't have a bum leg no April he has a bum arm I think the dad has a bum leg oh sorry yeah Lannister maybe. doesn't have an arm yeah. because yeah, he right. saved What's her name for being Brienne? He saved Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys. Okay, I guess kind of spoilers, but whatever. Anyway, oh, back I to this. love Jamie Lannister and I will not apologize. I hope people who are listening to this have watched Game of Thrones because and if not, this podcast will it. make so much And then you'll sense. be so shocked after episode one that I love Jamie Lannister, but yeah. keep watching. Just get to season two. If you can like him, I feel like you can forgive the dad if we have more time with him. But we I'm don't. Not, I'm not saying. But we don't. I'm not saying I wouldn't forgive him if we had more time with him. Yeah. I'm just saying I wasn't like fawning over myself where he showed up last minute. Okay. Yeah, sure. I wasn't fawning, but I was like, oh, It was I a tried. nice thing. Yeah. It was like the I, least I saw it as do. like he tried and he brought <laughs> yeah. more people to this battle. Shit. I just feel like it was the least you can do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry your daughters are trying to save the fucking world and now suddenly you're like, I'm here. Like, <laughs> But I thought some... it was better than him just being in like California or some shit. Just There's like, no California. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just somewhere else on the, on the coast. Or whatever they call it. Not anywhere like aware of what's happening. Like yeah. no, he actually like brought people which helped because they almost fucking lost the battle. Yeah. Yeah. So he did actually help. Maybe. So I'm not saying. saying I'm team dad. Like, no. Right. No, I'm not either. It kind of sucked, but... but still, he did contribute. In the I'm end. just saying, like, when I read it, I was like, I wasn't like, ooh, he named his ships after his daughters. I was like, you better. Like, anyway, so maybe this is more my stuff. But so anyway, so Amron and Feyre get to the cauldron. And Feyre puts her hand on the cauldron. And Amron's like, touch the cauldron. I'm like, she's tricking you. And she's like, do this stuff. And Feyre's just doing it because she completely trusts Amron. And right. I love Amron. But then Amron's like, I'm sorry, I'm tricking you. Yeah. <laughs> Psych. Gotcha, bitch. Oops. And so Feyre's like, what? But then Feyre's like tapped into the cauldron. And because of Nesta, she can like see this whole scene that occurs yeah. uh, where Hybern like, ha- like just has their dad now. Yeah. And um, it's like Nesta and Cassian against Hybern and he has their dad. And mm-hmm. then she did, he just like breaks their dad's neck. Yeah. Yep. Which is why we don't get more time with him. And um, then nice. attacks Cassian and is just like killing Cassian, mm-hmm. who was just, just injured like a week ago. Yeah. You know? And Nesta's trying to fight back, but she would never get trained. Right. And so she's very raw and she's trying to shoot her energy and she's fucking up. And Hybern's just like winnowing around her, like no big deal. And so. Um, it's like they're gonna die. They're just gonna die. Yeah. And Cassian's mm. trying to convince Nesta to go. Um, she won't leave. And this is like where the Nessian fans really are. And this is where it got me too. Yeah. Because instead of like running for her life, Nesta shields Cassian's body with her own. Mm-hmm. And they have this whole moment where he's like, "My only regret is that we didn't have more time." Yeah. And I'll find you in the next life, and we'll have more time. Yeah. And she's like, "We will," or whatever. I don't know. Remember really what she yeah. said. I don't think she responded, but she like. She's into it. She, did, like, yeah. She's happy She's about dying that. for him, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's not trying to run away for herself. She's trying to protect him still. Yeah. And then luckily, Elaine comes out of nowhere with Truth Teller, who's Azriel's knife, which we should have mentioned before, maybe. I was just Asriel thinking. Azriel gave her his knife. Yeah. Because Azriel couldn't fight in the fight because Feyre let him get all injured yeah. with saving that damn human. Yeah. Yep. Which well, he ended up fighting anyway, but because of it, he gave Elaine. Yeah. Truth Teller. Truth Teller to defend herself. 
So Elaine comes out of nowhere and kills Hybern with Truth Teller, or stabs Hybern with Truth Teller. Yeah. And then Nesta technically kills him, mm-hmm. which reminded me of The Punisher, which is bought our spoilers for the hey. most recent season of The Punisher. Oh. <laughs> I'm not seeing The Punisher. What you Wait, doing? now I'm trying to think what you're talking about without. So it's like they're in the hallway and the person's like, I killed him. And he's like, no, you just shot him. And then he kills him. He's like, I killed him. Yeah. <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. It's not really a big spoiler. But anyway, cool. it was just kind of like a funny, a funny, lighthearted moment in, yeah. the, in a show about murder. Yeah, because didn't Elaine yeah. like stab him like in the heart or neck or something like that? It and was then the like, neck, I thought. Yeah, but in I the remember. neck. And yeah. then like Nessa like twisted it, which like Nessa finished beheads the job. Him. Yeah, she beheads him. Um, so then Hybern's beheaded. So then Amran uses the spell with using Feyre tapped into the cauldron to release herself from her her fey form to her true form, yeah. unleashing herself on Hybern's forces and destroying the rest of Hybern's horse, forces, which is great. And poor Varian's there, and Prince Varian's begging her to not do it. Right. But Witnesses to Amran's, Amran's credit, she's just like, this is more important than our relationship yeah. or flirtation or whatever this is, you know? And then, and then that's it. And then there's no more Aaron. Um, and then, unfortunately, boom, the cauldron's broken. So Reese shows up. The cauldron's broken. They've saved everyone, but now the cauldron's broken. Right. And the cauldron can't be broken because if the cauldron's broken, it's going to destroy the world. Mm-hmm. Also, Aaron like burned out. Yeah. Like she became like this fiery thing, and then she like completely like killed everyone left in the Hybern Force, and then just like mm-hmm. disappeared. Fizzled. No she more. She fizzled Amarin. out. She like gave her life force. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, and in that moment, you forgive her for tricking Feyre. Exactly. Yeah, you're like um, okay. She didn't do it to hurt Feyre. It wasn't a no. selfish, like intentional. Like it was because you wanted to help the greater good. Yeah, and it was the only way she could see to save yeah. them. Yeah, so you know. so that sucks. But yeah. so then Reese is like, together we can help put the cauldron back together. We have to remake the cauldron yeah. into one shape to save the world, right? So this part's frustrating. So Feyre's touching the cauldron. Reese is touching Feyre, and he's giving her all of its power, and it seems very obvious the whole point. Then she's like, he's giving me everything. I'm like, yeah. he's giving you everything. And like, at some point, he stops He's talking. like, He's yeah. like, I love you. I love you. Know that I love you. I yeah. love you forever. And she's like, I love you, too. We're giving all of our work to the cauldron. Let's keep going. Let's what are you doing? Do and then, like, there's, you're right. There's, like, silence and nothing. And then the yeah. cauldron's fixed, and she turns around, and Reese is dead. Reese has self-sacrificed himself just like he like wanted to do. Always said he would the whole time. Yeah, and she helped him do it. And then the cauldron is back together, but Reese is dead. Yeah. And now Farah obviously freaks out. Yeah, she's crying. Luckily, all the other High Lords survived. Are randomly there. there. They show well, up. Varian was there. I think he yeah. witnessed yeah. the entirety thing go down, and then yeah. everyone showed up to like the cauldron area. Yeah. And so Farah begs the other High Lords to help bring Reese back like she was brought back. Yeah. And they're like, it doesn't work that way. And she's like, it's gonna fucking work that way. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah. So everyone gives the spark except for her and she doesn't know how to do it and they tell her to do it and then she needs Tamlin Mm -hmm. and she's begging and this part was really sad. She's like begging Tamlin and she's like, as much as Tamlin, I felt like begged for her. Mm -hmm. I felt like this is the twist. Yeah. She was like, I'll give you anything you want. Absolutely anything I'll give you. You know, and she means it. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, be happy, Farah. Yeah. And just like gives Reese a spark. And then Reese comes back. Yay. And then he's like, also, I saved someone else. And then Amran's <laughs> just in the cauldron. Yeah. And she's just like a fey immortal instead of like what she was before. Yeah. Where she was like the monster immortal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is pretty much the end of the book. They bury Farah's dad. Um, 
she meets Marion and Draken, which we've yeah, not gotten into this a lot, but they have a big history with Jurian's character or whatever. Yeah. Um, she, the Queen Vasa is there, and she asks Feyre if she can break her curse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Feyre's like, I don't know how. And, <laughs> but then she's like, but we can work on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then at the end, it like really ends where Elaine tells Feyre that she thinks that they need to help Nesta. Because Nesta's really messed up about everything that happened yeah. with their dad. And that's pretty and much And there's, like, that. a big meeting yeah. Yeah. with everybody. And they're like, okay, what are we going to do now? So well, it's basically yeah. rebuilding. Sorry. <laughs> <Spelled> backwards. <laughs> rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And I think doesn't, like, Farah and Reese, they tell, like, their entire story Yeah, yeah. as but we know well. It. Like, everyone, yeah. yeah. So that everyone's filled in on what, you know, has happened. And... Can I ask a question? Yes. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Amran coming back? I, I mean, I like Amran, so I was fine with that. Well, I like Amran, but do you feel, like, the end of this book made me feel like... No one died Like, they sacrificed. cut out the stakes. Like, the, the stakes yeah. aren't high. The people that died never die in this book. No yeah. one has actually died, just right? Just the dad like, no one was really Well, just the dad. Yeah, no one cared about. But it's, like, it's kind of like if you're going to kill somebody, if you're going to bring Reese back, uh-huh. you probably should have, which you have to, you'll probably need to let Amron die. Yeah, yeah Because the stakes are high, there would be more to mourn for. That that's, that's one of the other things. So the two plot holes, I love this whole thing, but the two plot holes for me are Durian and you got to – you gotta make sacrifices. Yeah. You can't just be like, ta-ta, I'm back. As I was in the dark and you were bringing me back, yeah, I saw I just her saw... and I grabbed her hand and said, come with me. Yeah. And you yeah. pulled us both back. Yeah. I mean, I love her, but come on. Yeah. I also love Amran, yeah. uh, but, and I was happy that she came back. Yeah. yeah. But if she had self-sacrificed, if Amran had Let self-sacrificed Let her self-sacrifice. She's 15,000 years old. Yeah. If she had self-sacrificed, I would be cool with it if it meant Reese yeah. came back. Right. So She was also probably like my least favorite of all the main characters like i was okay in her circle yeah like of all of them like I she was know. the one i was great with like if she was going to choose to sacrifice herself in a badass moment like that being her yeah <sighs> well i think that our the rest of our emotions we should save for frost and starlight okay. yep agreed. And so are you guys ready to wrap this one up what do, yep. what do we rate this book what do we rate it i rate it a five five of five four point seven five I'm going to say four. All right, so we get a four, a 4.75, and a five. Yeah. So it was a 4.5 average? Boom. Sure. Sure. I don't know. Math. Somewhere like that. That's fine. It's a guesstimate. I didn't do the actual math. So this book, all in all, is great. There's a lot to it. There's a lot of excitement. It's a lot of wrapping up two other books worth of storylines. Yeah. Um, There should have been more sex. Um, Obviously. There's a lot of war. Uh, But all in all, it's super good. Um, And it really, like, wraps up our our main character's main journey so cool uh listen to the next episode where we discuss frost and starlight and where we want this series to go next thank you guys bye bye